sweeter. What did we say on Friday at the same and we, time? I can't remember what it was. I was so excited. I thought, oh my God. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Honestly, it's a little things. When you're not here yet, these boys don't get my jokes. They don't get nothing. It's just wasted. It's just wasted material on them. Crazy. Anyway, big up Gino. Thanks. Big up sisterhood. Big up you. Thank you, babes. Good morning, guys. <laughs> See, words of affirmation to start my Monday. It's great. I mean, morning, people. Happy New Week. It is Monday, the twentieth of November. I cannot believe the way this month is flying. It's scary, it isn't it? Because I scary. feel like the first literally was the first was that day. day. Yeah. It was. Okay. Well, this is twentieth. We are here. Welcome to TDA, the day after, your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture, always. And I am always going to be your favorite shade queen and always will be my own royalty. It's your girl, Just Jean, representing the black queens in the fitness scene. Ow. Period. Gang, 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 gang. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and they call me Iman, the pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst. Melanin jam-packed. Love that. How is everybody this lovely Monday morning? Good. I have a question. Here we go. Let's the do poll, it. The poll, yeah. What mm. was the results? Because ultimately, I yeah, saw so that I was leading on Instagram. You were. And then it just goes to show, because I was even chatting to some people yesterday and they were like, I'm not going to lie, I voted for you, but I'm not, but it's true. People are up Muggs' ass, but I think you should have won. I think I think you won. Didn't you win? Because when I went to vote, yeah. I've been honest, I bit myself because I said, I know. <laughs> I said, between Marx's hive, Gina's hive, who get her sold out of events in th- 20 seconds. I literally I said, baby right girl, you ain't got you a stand a chance. Let's root for No, me. but you know what? I I'm a root for gen- my little lonesome. I generally read my manifesto and oh. I, I read it and I thought, I, said, right? I was laughing, you know. I was, I was just laughing so much. I was like, when I was going through the stories to repost it, so I'm very, I'm very unserious people. No, we are. But, but like, this is funny, such a though. good government. It was good. <laughs> A great coalition. Like, people were actually like, no, nah, this is actually I sick. was cracked. And then I even think about the show. I was like, no, nah, this is funny. Oh, it's Isaac. Hello, Hello he was coming. Twice. Not doing surprise visits. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Hello. Morning. Hello. Hello. Nice to of course we have. It's a live shout out. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, Laura. Hi. You all right? Good morning. Hi. I don't, you can, are you really coming to not be on mic? <laughs> oh, you spoke here. about this yesterday. Okay. This place okay. is. I don't know, yeah, you can sit. Perfect. I yeah, but you sit. I'll sit in the middle. You can sit here. Come on, Isaac. You're not doing that. We talk about you yeah. enough. Sorry. Just let me yeah. know beforehand. This is what you're planning to do. Okay. Sorry. That's alright. Oh, and your mic. <laughs> oh, French hasn't got a thing for her mic. He said you're oh. not doing that. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> but um, yeah, Emmanuel, who won? 
All right, so it was very tight, man. It was very tight, and I've just posted it again. No, because I just, I, because you know what it is? Mm. I generally feel like people are just voting for Margs because it's Margs, and they're not actually taking I mean, it. In all, it's all, mm. Listen, it's all the girls I want to sleep with in a minute. It's true. You <laughs> lot have damn, no shame. Damn hoes. Y'all have no shame <laughs> always auditioning. For penis. Pick me, pick me, <laughs> pick, pick me. me. And the guys. Like, and the guys. We heard you the first time when we okay, ignored we heard you. you. You were off camera for a reason. <laughs> well, Margs. Then do the last position, Clan. <laughs> 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 then do the second and first. <laughs> Sorry, girl. <laughs> <laughs> this is not, I don't need that kind of energy to start my week. She's. She's. Yeah, you can actually know yourself. You I'm don't have done. to be. Yeah, let's, be guide, let's be guided this morning. Well, it was, very, it, was, it, was very, it was very close at the top. But how, right? how close is close? 2% difference. This is what I'm... Okay. At the end of the day, 100%. I'm sorry, but again, it goes Can we get to the numbers? that you are so... You just want to suck his ass through a straw. <laughs> Ew. Because... <laughs> because I'm sorry. No, they're dying for it. Uh, you're gagging for it. No, wait, actually... My manifesto, I'm sorry, mine was better. Does your... Because, does of, because, of, the numbers because of still? Savage Dan. Um, to be fair, that... Uh, Ooh, okay, because I forgot no, my savage dad. <laughs> stop it, because you said I was going to be in my boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to read for myself, man. Someone has to. Silly little followers out here doing brunches. Go on, what's the numbers? What's the numbers? 35% mugs. Yeah. Okay. 33% Gina. But like, have you got the number of the votes? Ooh. You might have gone off now. Yeah, you know why it's fine? Let me tell you why it's fine, because Margs is the head of the household and it's... Uh, as the rightful queen that I am. To be fair, he did win on live as well, so it is what it is, isn't it? I'm I'm a I'm a stay and be the neck, you know. <laughs> Not the neck. As as more about my hands. Neck memory. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> you were just silly. We've got guests, please. So we have um a different pool on Spotify. Mm. Reflect different results. What is it? Um in last place, we have. Hey, Esther. did I say <laughs> to sorry, you? Sorry, she sorry, said, sorry. What kind of, I said I want to suck my day, my literally I literally said, do second and first. <laughs> and you're on Spotify Watch. I'm not really none of those comments that come on the YouTube anymore. These <laughs> I don't deserve. And then we have Gina with 16%. It's a lie. It's a, it's a damn lie. Then we have Iman with 18%. And then we have Marks with 26%. This is what I'm saying. Then we have me with 29%. Hmm. Yeah, but it's the same Same rule applies. <laughs> but you, you know, know what it is? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Yours was, yours, I think. I was done properly. Hmm? I was done properly. So was ours. Okay. Precisely my point. What, because you had time to do PowerPoint presentations. <laughs> well, did you, That's um, the thing there. You did cheated. Did you not your best friend for something? Former secretary? <laughs> yeah, but still. <laughs> I did. <laughs> So, she why are you laughing? She's not qualified. She's not qualified. Danai. No, nah, it was foreign secretary. <laughs> no, Danai. It was foreign secretary. No, but you Danai... just picked her because she travels a lot. No. Yeah, but you need someone that can... No, I changed it. I picked Taser for vibes. I picked Taser for vibes. To be fair, that... Yeah. I don't know. It is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, it is what it is. We know the truth. I said what I said. I meant what I, I said. I stand on my manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. We all move. But how's everyone's weekend anyway? Yeah, can't complain. Can't complain. Yeah. Same old man. This horrible weather is just hurting my bones. It's too cold, man. I went out yesterday. And my, do you know what my sister said to me? She was like, oh my gosh, you, you're really like becoming of age. I said, what's becoming of age? Why she was reading Stop you? Stop it. 
because I haven't been going out and I've been staying at home, she's okay. so proud of me. <laughs> I just thought, are you all right? She goes, you're becoming a mum with no kids. <laughs> I said, wow. Oh. God oh. damn. <laughs> what? I said, okay. Be on. So like, what's going on? I was like, Girl, I've been outside when you was an embryo. Are you all right? Yeah, embryo. <laughs> I've been in these streets. Your girl is tired, okay? I'm so done. How's she going with um, little... her weight loss journey? I didn't say that about her. But that is what you want to talk about since you yeah, always want to subliminally talk about it on the side. She is still... She lost 10 pounds. Oh, man, good. like... Yeah, yeah, man. I'm proud of her. It's amazing. That's sick. Yeah, she's, she's still on it. I have to go and check her. Love that for her. Make sure you compliment her as soon as you see her, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, I don't think she'll even let but it she land. Show it. Do you know, she was, she was like, tell me I've lost weight. She was like, <laughs> she'll be like, I know I've lost weight in it. It's like, Georgia, let us land. Like, I love that for her, though. And now, when she goes out or whatever, yeah, she comes and stands in my room. She gives me a little cat. Walk. It, like, you, it's <laughs> oh, cute because so you can tell she's, she's that's like, just really motivated. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like, beautiful, man. Literally. And she was just like, oh, why'd I do this sooner? I was just like, girl. Oh, that's really sweet. We've been praying for this moment. Mm-hmm. But, Not her you know. beats and bands, you know, with us. No, literally. Out. And Love like, that. she's no, she's changed. I'm so proud of her. And I just hope long, long may it continue, to be honest. Amen to that. That's so sweet, man. Yeah. Speaking of which. You know what? You know no, I didn't. Why are you doing that? You're so messy, man. You're, do you know it's you're actually, actually like the messiest person I know? Sorry. It's like you. I deserve you, a present then, innit? I'm not giving you nothing. You thrive <laughs> in mess. <laughs> You literally five a mess. You know what? Let me tease you and leave it on the table. <laughs> you want to see that? <laughs> you know, he will swap that. He will swipe that so quick. But no, speaking of fitness, I did a spin class on Saturday. How was it? It was really good. I'm gonna. I'm going back. I do love spin. There's one guy that introduced me to spin like back yeah. in the day, yeah, and he was like, he's like a like, he teaches spin like a garage MC. Wow. Okay. That so must be lit though. It's too. It's too lit. Like, be a lit in class. his classes. I used to struggle because it's harder, but because he's such a vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like, what it he's was. really good. And he's one of those annoying instructors where, like, if he likes you because he knows that you do oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, And he knows your he, name? He, he like, the target. Will, yeah, or, yeah. like, he'll come and, like, adjust your... Okay, yeah, your, yeah, yeah. Um, what's it called? Your resistance. Your resistance. Stuff. He's really, 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 really good. Yeah, it was fun, man. Because the thing is, because with spin, my thing was always, first of all, the seat's uncomfortable. You get my used booty to it, though. Yeah, I'm. I'm waiting for I got weeks condi- where I, got, I will I got get conditioned to it, to it after like two weeks. Now you will, or you know what? When I first ever went spin, um, one of the spin instructors in my gym talk, yeah. showed me about it. You can get a seat, a cushion. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, so I'm gonna I, have used, to get that. I used the cushion. Then after a while, I just was like. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get that because when I would complain about seats, people were like, "Yeah, but you shouldn't be sitting down." I'm like, "Yeah, but my legs can't carry me for 45 minutes just standing and doing you all shouldn't sorts." Shouldn't be sitting, sis. It was a whole. Trust me, it was a whole thing. But it was I'm really not sweet. Doing a though. 45 minute class, just elevated, elevated. But it was really sweet because it was my first um, spin with my hit instructor. So I did it straight after hit as well. I'm so, like, I feel like I yeah. Why do you do that? The world, because there was no Pilates on. They swapped the times, so I had to pick hit or Pilates. And I said, I'm going to meet you doing downward dogs this morning. You really I'm are. You burpees. really are. Um... I'm really, I don't know who I'm becoming, but I'm loving this girl. So... <laughs> <laughs> Laura's like, mm. yep, big no. burpees over, um, what's it called, downward dogs. And then so I did it after, but it was so sweet because my class, majority of us came from the um, body conditioning class. Mm. And they were so supportive that like, you got this. And my sister was like, okay, because I wanted to hide. And she was like, no, stay, you can use my bike at the front. She'll go to the back. She's like, everyone will support you. And it was nice because like, I feel like seeing everyone getting, you know, doing what they're doing was like mm-hmm. motivating for me. Mm-hmm. And they were like, are you okay? Da, 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 da. 
And then um, it was just a whole thing, man. And it was it was really sweet. And at the end, they were like, "Well done!" All clapped for me. I was like, "This is so sweet." I'll be back on Tuesday, guys. Fitness is a community, man. It's Sorry. a proper it's, community. As she's talking, I'm it's so like, sweet. I'm getting so happy, even though it's not my class or my community or my people. But, no, I but just, community is such a big thing with gym. It is. It really and I think helps. That's one of the things that's helped me really, really enjoy. Even the hit class, because you know I hate burpees. When I was in training society, I think, man, if you don't be fucking for real, we'd be damn burpees. <laughs> but now I literally do it twice a week. But again, it's the community because we're all suffering together. Yeah. We're all enjoying it together. Our instructor is so lit. Like she's really good vibes. And it's just like, I don't know what it was. I was like, this is a, this is a cult. I was like, yeah, man, I'll see, see you guys on Tuesday. See. I'll be back on Tuesday. Told you about and I'm looking cults. forward to it. Told you. Even though I suffered, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, spin, but, yeah. spin is a vibe. I do like spin. It was nice, though. And then, but all that general, little do this, do that, I said, yeah, I'm going to take my time. There's one woman because in um, America, black woman. I, mm. feel, I don't know what, she's from like, you know them places that are not that popular to us, if mm. that makes sense. Okay, yeah. Like Oregon, or you know them mm. kind of them, <laughs> them, them man there basically, and she owns like her own studio that she like built from scratch with her husband. And she, did you ever see like, the viral um, spin class recently? I like, did. Whenever? It was, it was I her did. class. She's that was a that looked like a party. She's there. different. Like when I watch her videos, she is literally different. And what I found really interesting was like she gets a lot of stick. So you know, like the thing that I find interesting about fitness here yeah, is. You know how there's certain things that have been around for years. So like you got Les Mis, the people oh, yeah, that yeah, do yeah. Les Mis do like they do core, the, they do um, body pump, and yeah, body those kind of classes. They do a lot, a lot of like yeah. um, commercial, like leisure centers and commercial gyms and stuff, yeah. right? So that's the brand that every gym kind of like works under. Works with, yeah. So they their money is extremely their money's low up, man. Because every commercial gym, like do you know, like mm. Virgin Active, like a lot of them yeah, do their classes. their classes as well. Yeah. So. Because she's obviously created her own um, kind of take kind of brand, on spin yeah. and her own brand. Mm-hmm. And she actually goes to other spin like cl- um, brands to teach them how to teach like her. Okay, because sick. her classes are so they like, look lit. Actually, when I said them, I like, get and it's, a, it's a whole yeah. community thing, right? And she was getting like stick on TikTok. For what? From like lay Miz instructors, like, like sticking their nose up at how she teaches. That's so unprofessional. I just, no, it was. And I also thought like... You're hating from outside of the club because you can't get you in. Can't and this get is in. stuff I don't like. Just because someone's reinvented the wheel. Like, but you know what? Like, Lame is is actually like, they're actually a household. Like, how much wealth and popularity no, do you want? Let people do things. But they're so I like, bad vibes. They're so. It just, I just rolled my eyes because it wasn't even like the owner. It was like someone who's like a lame instructor. Oh, honey. I thought you're on someone's payroll. You guided. Okay. You're coming to open your mouth and talk, talk about Yeah, owner oh, shares. Like, Lame is. So. Like, she did like a stitch video of someone like, Talking about her video and like yeah. kind of like mm, this isn't spin and you know the all you boys. You know the ones like oh yeah, yeah. it's their dad's. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. thought this is why you lot. It is you lot spin. If your legs are moving, you're right. The litness that we bring. Do you yeah, get what I mean? That's the thing. Yeah, literally. That's crazy, man. I don't know who Lay Miz is. Pardon? Lay Miz is like a it's a brand basically, and they do a lot of like fitness classes. Basically, have you ever gone to like a gym yet? And and they all use the same like red, like their theme is like red, black, grey. I yeah. feel like if you see it, you'll know what I mean. Because literally, yeah. every, so many gyms. Because mm. like, my gym, their theme is green. But not... I think it's changed, though, actually. But, yeah, but my my gym, their theme is green. But they have Lamy's, like, classes on now timetables. We've got quite a few. There's, like, a um, sprint one. There's a grits one. There's a core one. There's a hit one. There's a body pump one. There's quite a few. They've got, like, a lot of classes. 
So I feel like it's just like a it's just like a fitness a, brand. Yeah. And, and then, then like, it's like their version. Of, so imagine like beats and bands. So whatever every all the gyms will have amen. You better say amen, sis. Amen, amen. All the gyms amen. have like beats beats and bands um classes. Okay. But, but it's like, like beats and bands you, is But the it brands. has like a structure and a formula that you have yeah, to follow. So basically. to be a lame is instructor, it's like you have to do like a course or whatever, but you have to teach yeah. how they how they teach. So, oh. Yeah. So basically. it's it's good. Like whoever owns it is is yeah. making a lot of money because yeah. in the industry it's very like everybody's heard of it if that makes sense. Yeah. And every gym uses it. Um but yeah. But yeah, guys, we're sorry. Um, we've got how rude of us. How rude. We've got a guest. We've got a guest of us today. Who, your, your prime minister? No, we're not talking about <laughs> you. <laughs> put your hand down, put your hand down, put your hand down. Your camera's been too high. How are my constituents doing today? No one cares. First of all, look at your prime minister. Look at how you rolled up. you defending me, man. Oh, at the end, to my man. You're a I'm so angry at egg. my neck. I'd never been them charges. Never. Anyways, our lovely guest, please kindly introduce yourself, my lovely. Um, I am Laura Jane. I am a integrative psychotherapist. Um, I'm an author. Okay. Um, you were speaking it, girl. Yeah. I don't know. Amen to that. Amen, Amen to that. But Laura's gonna be with us um for our lovely topic of the day today. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna come back, of course, for an interview, but we're gonna have a topic of the day. Because when we tried to vote, you weren't here that day. We tried to tell these people, mm. as not these people in the room, but the people watching, right? You know, should we talk about this on Monday? They're trying to say, oh, no. It's a, some people vote it's a bit too heavy. I said, well, guess what? This is a, what is it Mark says? This is not a democracy. Dictatorship. Okay. So here we are today. <laughs> but yeah, man. But how was your weekend, Prime Minister? It was all right. You know, I was pretty yeah. chilled. Yeah. Didn't count too much. Just, I don't know why, but. The week feels like it's going to be long for some reason. No, God forbid. Don't say that. Huh? Last week was long. <laughs> don't you Last like week long weeks? So no, I don't. No, but let me, look, at least let me land. <laughs> no, sorry, PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Do you know what it is? When weeks drag, I feel like it gives us, it's, it's a dumb analogy, but I just feel like the year's about to end really quickly. No, I don't get how we're going to 2024. Like, allow me in it. Do you know what I mean? So if the yeah. week takes longer, it takes us longer to get there. Do you know what I mean? If the week's really quick, then it's just like, everything's bust, bust, bust. It's like, well, you know, you know it can mean? be it, for me when a week is long, it tends to not be the greatest vibes. So do you get me? So it's like a double, I get it, double homicide type of vibe. <laughs> it's not. No, when not the week it. flies, that means everything was just it's great, quick and easy. I, I know, nice and but I just, I just like, like you said, when he it's Monday the twentieth. I just thought, excuse me, but how do we get here? Monday the twentieth yeah. of November already? Do you get what I mean? It's wild, man. Like we just got here. God damn. God help us all. Well, that's just all positive. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry. let's get into our headlines. I really like your head. No, I really like your hair, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say it when I first got in. It really suits you. I like Thank it. Thank you. Thanks, babes. I was going to say something too. Oh, I was you? waiting for the filming and then you lot was talking. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. Thank I you. Forgot. I appreciate it. I was going to say something too. Oh, no, shut you, up. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and this you. is why you need me, you know. You're right. It's true. Listen, <laughs> you don't get it. Oh, you don't. She, you proved her point. They don't even know to have new hair sometimes. Literally. I mean, Brent knows when I open the door, but I, a part of me, I'll be honest with you, Brent. I love you and all, but oh he left me outside and said, wait, wait, wait. Why do you have to lean into what you're about to say? Just because Gina mm-hmm. didn't say it when she saw you and I did. Excuse me? 
Don't try and give me parable. Immediately when I Where's saw you, I'm like, oh, your hair is amazing. Yes, but you, you know, know what, what I was literally meant to say I when I know, but in. I appreciate that and I accepted it. No, I even gave you a whole say, backstory. You don't, you, don't, you don't believe me. I do believe you. But the reason why I said, are you sure? When you remember what, what I said when you when you said that? Was because you left me standing outside in the cold for a while. So I just thought he was just no, saying I, something to kind of break the ice. I was in the kitchen. Okay. But I do appreciate you, Frank. Thank you, Brent. But Brent does notice that my hair is different. Can't say the same for the other boys, but... Thank God for Gina and Brett. <laughs> Love always, you all. I always notice. You just don't say nothing. Mm. <laughs> fair. But to be fair, I know that you will cuss me though. If my, I feel like you'd be like, oh, so is that your look when the camera goes up. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I, maybe fair. I think I prefer that. You know, mm. I do hate guys that are very like um, that pay a bit too much attention. I hear Sometimes it's like, why are you all up in my business? Leave me alone. Yeah, because like, that's what my friends are. Like, oh, yeah. Why is my eyelashes like that? Like, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, like, yeah. I know yeah, they need yeah. to get done. You're in women's I, business. I can see myself in the mirror. Mm. My appointments come in. You don't need to. Why are you yeah. trying? Why? Because the thing is that with that, sometimes it's actually something good that you've done intentionally. Mm. And now they point out like, oh, don't you think your concealer is a bit too bright? So that was the look I was going for. And I can't do anything about it now because I'm already outside. So thank you. Thank well, you for uh, making uh, me conscious. Wait, a man said to you, your concealer is too bright? No, the men I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> the men I take, they be men's business. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a lot. Or like Way I've got much. a male friend here. He would always be like, like he doesn't like makeup in it. So if he every time I wear, he used to call my makeup Michael Jackson. Bearing in mind, oh. yeah, I don't even wear heavy makeup. Yeah, but he'd be like, oh, hello MJ, and I'd be like, why are you in my business? Now like, why are you in my business? Like I don't understand. Yeah. Like, oh, you got the MJ on today? Yes, I do. Literally, I just thought, why are you? Oh, you know, I like. Go and be with your natural queens then. Okay. Because <laughs> that, that's me. always my thing. Go and be where you, you like. Where the, where the, you know. Anyway. Yes. Happy Monday. Oh, sorry. Mm. It was International Men's Day. Happy International Men's Day, y'all. When? Yesterday. Okay. Okay, well, that's that. No, nobody wow, told you us. You guys really are you appreciated, don't... boy. Sorry. <laughs> You're not. No, that was Scooby. Was, was it Friday? No, it was Saturday. It was, it was Sunday. It was yesterday, yeah. sorry. It wasn't a weekend. It was either Saturday or Sunday. What happens on International Men's Day? No. Well, had you been on TDA, I would have sang all your praises, but you guys mm. weren't. So I've just told you guys, so technically, that's Yuzok's present because you guys weren't even aware. So next year, Yuzok can monopolize this. So you're welcome. Is there actually an International Men's yeah. Day? Yeah. yeah but what, do they do? What, what do they do? It's the same thing happens on International Women's Day. You just no, but, say, hey, hey, but y'all. International Women's, <laughs> Women's Day is a thing, though. Mm. Yeah, but like brands will literally that's like, the thing. do yeah. campaigns around International Women's that's Day. That's like men got fight like, for their rights, man. You lot should be cutting checks. You got to fight for your do rights. You, know what you do, yeah. Next year, yeah, approach all these brands and, exactly. and pitch stuff to do for International Women's Day. I'm not even joking. And I'll be real with you, especially as a black man, especially when it's mental men's mental, mental health, health month, month in mm. November. You still would have been raking in with the cash. You I'm got... really surprised that it's not yeah. a, it's not a thing. I mean, someone did bring up on Twitter. They were like, Can't "Oh, like check, that's not nice." Thanks, percentage wise. But what for the idea? Well, no, I, I do think yeah. I mean, it's not really. It's kind of like Father's Day though. People make a lot of noise about Mother's Day, not much about Father's Day. No, I think Father's Day is is now a it's a thing though. Yeah, but it is mm. to be fair. Actually, yeah, because when I was younger, I didn't even know there was a Father's Day, and the Children's Day. Though. They do that in Nigeria. They don't do that here. Children's, children's Day. Wow. Yeah, we have a Children's Day in Nigeria. Mm. It's lit. Lit being a child in Nigeria. Well, oh. I never forget that. <laughs> just, it's not it. Just headlines, please. All right. <laughs> so first headline: um, Israeli ambassador to the US says he's hopeful that a deal 
for the release of a significant number of hostages will be reached in the coming days. So Michael Herzog was speaking to ABC and he said that serious efforts were being made, but that the fewer details he revealed, the better the chances of a, of a deal being made. Hamas took an estimated 240 um, people hostage during the 7th of October attacks, which killed 1,200 Israelis. Qatar, which has been mediating, also says a deal is within reach. The Washington Post newspapers reported that Israel and Hamas are close to agreement on a US brokered deal that would free dozens of women and children held hostage in Gaza in exchange for a five day pause in fighting, citing people familiar with the emerging terms. Qatar's Prime Minister Mohammed bin Abdulrahman Al Thani said on Sunday that they that only very minor sorry that only very minor practical and logistical obstacles remain, adding that we are close enough to reach a deal. The U.S. has not confirmed any such details or progress. White House National Security Council spokeswoman um, and Adrian Watson was speaking on X, and she said that we have not reached a deal yet, but we continue to work hard to get to a deal. The Israeli PM Benjamin Netanyahu has ruled out a full ceasefire. Qatar has been playing a leading role in mediation efforts to secure the release of hostages being held by Hamas in Gaza. It was involved in the negotiations that had seen four people freed so far, a mother and a daughter, who are US nationals and two elderly Israeli women. Next headline brings us to the UK where the Chancellor, Jeremy Hunt, has not ruled out cutting income tax in Wednesday's autumn statement. Um, obviously, he's insisted that economic growth was his priority. Mr. Hunt is finalizing the government's spending plans and he seeks to revive a stagnant British economy. The Chancellor is known to be considering reducing taxes on income inheritance and businesses but he was speaking to um laura kusenberg on bbc sunday show um, and pretty much said that his speech would focus on removing barriers to growth the chancellor was traditionally coy when it came to confirming any of the uh, actual financial decisions he will make before wednesday mr hunt said that he wanted to put the uk on a path to lower taxes but would only do so in a responsible way that did not sacrifice the progression of inflation. Mm -hmm. When asked if he would cut income tax, he said he would not comment on a decision ahead of the statement, adding our priority is growth. Tax levels in the UK are at their highest since records began 70 years ago and are unlikely to come down soon, according to a leading think tank, the Institute for Fiscal Studies. And our last headline, Russell Brand, back in the news. Okay. It, to be fair, it's kind of just the, the same old stuff. I and mean, pretty much he's been questioned by the Met Police in relation to allegations, trigger warning people of historical sex offences. Um, for those who don't know, an investigation by the Sunday Times, the Times and Channel 4 dispatches revealed allegations of rape, sexual assaults and emotional abuse against the British comedian and actor. Brand has previously denied the claims. The Met has confirmed that a man in his 40s attended a police station in South London on the 16th of November, as first reported by the um, Times newspaper. The full said that he was interviewed under caution by detectives in relation to allegations of three non-recent sexual offences. It said inquiries were continuing. The Met said in September that it would investigate allegations of non-recent sexual offences after receiving a number of allegations. At the time, it said it was encouraging anyone who believed that they may be, they may have been a victim of a sexual offence to contact them, no matter how long ago it was. Earlier that month, as mentioned, uh, the Times, Sunday Times, and Channel 4's dispatches program said four women had accused Brand, who is 48 years old, of sexual offences, including a rape alleged to have taken place between the years 2006 and 2013. The investigation claimed that he had also behaved inappropriately at work and displayed predatory and controlling behavior. And during this time, Brand held several jobs, including at, the channel, at channel 4 and BBC Radio 2. And that's it for the headlines. Thank you very much. Let's get into what you say in Topic of the Day.
All right, people. So, today's topic of the day. Um, as Esther said earlier in the intro, we are going to be discussing the conflict in Congo. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that, obviously, as everyone's kind of getting themselves um, apprised of and abreast of the situation, um, you'd find that it's, it's so layered, right? There's so many different things that seem to be going on at the same time. So, I, if you lot don't mind, I want to kind of ask you guys each, what is the, what's the main things that you're kinda, that's kind of hitting you? about this conflict? What is the cause of this conflict to you? Oh, no one wants to start? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, You know what? Let me ask our guest, Laura. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's been going on for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not that just because TikTok's talking about it now. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's not because TikTok talk okay. is talking about it now that it's just been happening. It's been going on for longer than I've been born, to mm. be honest. Um, and it's about the minerals, mm-hmm. the natural resources, mm-hmm. um, coltan being the main one, mm-hmm. um, which is what used we use to make the phones function, etc. Um, children's parents, everybody's being affected by this, and it's the constant war um, by the east border between Congo and Rwanda, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's getting worse, um, it's getting worse, but I think. It's good that there's more public attention on it because mm. I feel like when people think of Congo, they think about dancing and daba. Mm. Mm. Um, it's more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because we're colonized by the French and the tension here in the UK, it kind of feels like we're at the bottom. Mm. Um, and to be honest, it is Europe that is giving these militant groups the resources that they need to cause this mm-hmm. war. Keep going, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Sure, okay. Um, I was going to ask you, in fact, I think we're going to get into this a bit more, but um, there's an election due in December, right? Yeah. Do you feel like that's also adding to the situation as well? Yeah, always. So we don't have um, dual nationality anymore. We haven't had it for okay. a very long time. Um, so they took away um, the right for the diaspora to be able to vote. So, I don't like saying his name, um, but he's not in power anymore. Um, so, the last president, he, so 20 years ago, he took away that right. So, we won't be able to go in December and vote. Okay. Which okay. means that it's easier for them to manipulate mm. votes because mm. the diaspora can't go back and vote. Mm. Um, so, the elections is always a crazy time. But mm. what will happen is, they're going to focus more on the election and less about what's happening in Goma, which is yeah. where the war oh, is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which gives them more leeway mm-hmm. for a lot of mass murder to happen. Mm. Quick question. Is the government, like the Congolese government, are they like are they part of the deals being made for all the things to be happening? Do you get what I mean by that? I guess they, they have to agree to things. Yeah. But... I think we're always ruled by the oh, others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if there's money put on the table, it's going to be taken. I guess right now the person who is in power is doing his best, but I guess he still has to do things in stages because also that probably puts him in a place of threat yeah. as yeah. well. Um, so, yeah, I, I think if it was a case where they weren't taking certain deals, then we probably wouldn't be in certain... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, go. 
No, no, I meant. Oh, you can <laughs> oh, okay, thanks. So, guys, um, that was me interrupting, asking for a cup. <laughs> <laughs> so now they'll be wondering why the silence. All right, cool. Um, obviously, we're going to get into this uh, a lot deeper, yeah. But when you hear about all these situations, especially like you just mentioned, like Holton being one of the main uh, mineral uh, resources for like, mobile phones and things of that nature. So you just so you know, obviously, like you said, um, Europe are kind of funding these insurgency groups and that things of that nature. But the Chinese are obviously getting involved. Oh, yeah. They've right? been in Congo for a long time. Exactly. Yeah. But do you see them as being involved legally, though? Because uh, they got a lot of companies there. Mm-hmm. So do, do you make a differentiation between those, like, like the, the legal businesses and those that kind of funding the uh, the groups, military groups? Yeah, do you know what? There's there's nuances in that. Mm-hmm. So I guess there is things that are legalised and then there's things that are done in the market, so mm-hmm. in secret. Will we, as the people, know? No. Mm-hmm. Um, but even the Chinese, that goes way back. Like there was a period in time years ago that when they first came in, they would impregnate the the Congolese women and kill the babies. Oh wow. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a real thing. Like it's um because they they couldn't bring the children back to China because obviously that would yeah. yeah. Um so it's only like a small group of those children survived. Um so you'll see that they speak about their stories. Um it's really good to research, but it's it's really sad that there's like all of these women who've come forward to speak about some of their children that were killed etc and it's like their second and third child weren't killed but that child was killed because obviously that was the one that was they were impregnated by with the mm-hmm. child so they've been in congo mm-hmm. for a long time yeah <sighs> so like obviously you're congolese right yeah how, how do your parents feel about this as well like were they like making the trips before to, to vote or was it a like during their time was like that was stopped as well yeah so it was stopped from so i guess about 20 so i guess when most of them would have migrated here that's when it stopped but also i guess i think with a lot of congolese people there's that fear because firstly you're coming into the uk it's probably your fourth language when you get here because mm. in congo we speak about three languages already mm-hmm. so even going back to Congo, people have only started going back within the last 12 years. Okay. Um, some people still don't have their stay, etc. So they're watching and obviously being aggravated by the sidelines. They can't do anything about it. Um, and I guess the higher you get in in trying to be in a place of power to work it out, mm-hmm. you definitely get wiped out. So it's obviously hard for them to watch this, but there's a lot of talking about what can be done, but the people still don't really make the decisions mm. in that sense. And I guess this is what makes them feel like, why should the diaspora come and vote? But I guess the current president, there was, so last year there was a meeting with the um, foreign secretary to do that exchange again with reintroducing dual nationality, but mm. that probably isn't going to be legalized until maybe 2025, if that they're probably going to look at the risks and what that could involve but i can't even imagine what that would look like mm. should they grant it again yeah. it probably would cause another conflict who's the, the president right now um Tishikedi, right yeah like h- how does it benefit him 
for the people in the, in the diaspora to, to not vote? Because surely he's against those military groups who are causing the insecurities. Yeah. So he, he really is pushing for it because okay. he actually, so he comes from, so his jaw is France, for example. Mm -hmm. So it's difficult for him mm -hmm. So and, and his family. So for him, it, it benefits that there is dual nationality. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but he's trying to take things in stages. Like he's just about try to reduce traffic with like a motor system that he's built. Mm. So he's really trying to be mindful of the steps that he takes. Mm -hmm. But hopefully before he steps away, whenever that is, that he pulls that deal through. Fire. Crazy. You guys, yeah, when you lot obviously was, was like reading up and seeing some of the stuff that's going on, yeah, what's, the, what's I guess, the biggest thing that kind of hit you about the conflict? I feel like, do you know, for me, it was the that child labour. Yeah. Like, I probably don't like seeing, like, kids just stripped of their innocence and just working and, like, the dangerous conditions. And I just literally seen kids, like, young, young babies just mm. having to work. And it just feels as though, like, that is the norm. Like, they wouldn't almost like they wouldn't know that this isn't what they shouldn't be doing kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that really, really, um, that hit me with the child labor. Yeah, for me, definitely the kids. Mm. Well, I was just thinking about how long it's been going on for and just, just like the lack of awareness about it. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's just really, like no one knows. And like, it's like how all that what's the stuff called the callback stuff yeah, that's all in the mobile phones and, and all that yeah. Yeah. like so like the technology like the way the way the world's moving it's so important for the whole world to function yeah it's like i don't know what would have to happen for someone to get involved to like stop all that yep. do you think that's why me? it doesn't get spoken about though do you get I, what i mean I as in that it. it's part of the mm. reason why it's not as it's not highlighted as mm -hmm. much as everything else because the world functions heavily on this. Mm -hmm. So yeah. in speaking about it, it's kind of like, okay, cool. So what's the alternative? Yeah. I feel like as well, like with black countries, like things that okay. black countries go through, it's, no just, it's never a priority. Exactly. That's that's and then when you then add on top of, when you add on onto that, the fact that this thing that's being taken from that country mm -hmm. is needed, like, like new technology is based on the fact that, well, yeah, what's going to have that because we've got these kids digging it up, blah, blah. Mm. It's like nothing will ever be done about it. They're doing, they, there's no, not nothing will ever be done, but there's no incentive for something to be done about it. Oh yeah, there's none. It's crazy. But it's really, it's kind of like what you said as well, Marcus, is that like the world actually uses this, but I feel like even the kids that are digging up and stuff, they have no idea mm -hmm. of that reality, that the world uses this thing. Do you know what I mean? So they're just doing whatever it is they've, they've, been, they've been asked to do and not even knowing maybe how precious. I mean, obviously there'll be once maybe think about it, mm -hmm. but on a mass scale, they might not think of like how valuable this thing is if we're always consistently having to dig out, having to, regardless of whatever mm -hmm. circumstance, whatever the weather is like and stuff like that. It's crazy, man. Can I ask you like, a slightly um, left question? Yeah. Remember the film Blood Diamond? Yeah. I never watched it. Oh, was it? Oh, it's, um, Leonardo DiCaprio. It's based and it's in Congo. It's based in Congo as well, right? I think so. Is it, is it Congo? Is it Congo? I don't. I think it was. That's what I'm thinking. Let me check. If Congo. not, it was, Afri it was another African country. But my, my question um, was pretty much going to be, when Hollywood makes films like this and it brings attention to uh, situations back home, right? Do you guys feel like Hollywood's taking advantage or more so you kind oh, of no, applaud sorry, it? Oh, no, sorry, Sierra Leone. So that's it. That's it, it yeah. yeah. Or do you feel like it's... Um, 
you know what, without this film, maybe we don't even get the attention because no one seems to care. Mm. Do you know what I think? I think Hollywood plays in our faces sometimes. Okay. I feel like a part of me is like, sometimes I feel like Hollywood takes the piss <laughs> because I don't know, obviously I don't know about that film. I haven't watched the film. I don't know whether that film was to raise awareness. I don't know whether the proceeds made from that film was to then donate to somewhere where this was happening. And I feel like that kind of stuff, if that kind of, it's about the action that follows mm -hmm. a film being, ma being made. Yeah. If that kind of action follows it, then I'll be like, okay, do you know what? They're trying to raise awareness and whatever. But if it's just for entertainment, mm -hmm. because we see slave, slavery movies done all the time. We see police brutality films done all the time. Yeah. And there's nothing that ever really comes from it. The only one that something came from it was... Um, the Central Park Five guys, and that was because yeah. they're still alive, mm -hmm. and one of, and they're actually doing things in society in terms of um, what's it called, like you know, criminal the criminal justice situation. But other than that, Hollywood just is entertainment for them. Mm -hmm. It's just something. It's just them wanting to make money. It's not really to raise awareness mm. for that, unless there's something that follows, unless there's actions that follow mm -hmm. the film being released. But do you feel like that matters though? Obviously, it matters in some sense, yeah. right? But if we don't have it, mm -hmm. we may not have anything at all. Yeah, but I haven't watched the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you haven't watched the film. Yeah, I haven't. Mm. I don't know who else in the room has watched, watched the film. I watched the film, but it's I an do, old film, though. But right. I do think but, that it's. I I do think that it does. So let's be honest, yeah. Mm. A lot of us don't read like in our. I feel like a lot of. Like, oh, do you know how, yeah. like, when it comes to, like, history and stuff, yeah? I would say. So they're going to drag you for that one. No, no they can drag they me mean, all you want. No, but he's, he's going to say it's true because they've been dragging him. No, because yeah. I do, I do, <laughs> no, because I do feel like not, not everybody, and this isn't the majority or whatever, I'm just saying that I know that there are a lot of people who don't like to read yeah, yeah, and yeah. don't enjoy Attention reading. Is low. They yeah. don't enjoy reading and they don't, they're not going to go up and read about history stuff, but they'll watch yeah. it in a film. That's for sure. Drag me by my pant if you want, boy. Here, take and drag. But I said what I said. So I feel like if these films are around, it mm -hmm. does it yeah. does allow the person who doesn't enjoy yeah. reading, who doesn't want to go and read yeah. a history book or whatever, mm -hmm. to watch that film. And as long as it's accurate mm -hmm. and grasp an idea of like, yeah. do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's just film, my opinion anyway. Is so what the film depicted is that happening in Sierra Leone? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And did it say like based on a true story or something like that? Because sometimes people will think is this yeah. just someone's just thought mm. about it if it's like if i feel like if a film comes across like a documentary mm -hmm. like real life da 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 da, da <coughs> then i can get the education part of it because okay. not many people so even some of so example like woman king right yes that is actually based well there's Somewhere. bit of love there's a lot oh, of but there's a lot of there's a lot of you know how i was riding <laughs> listen, <laughs> that was she my mom they were like listen <laughs> i thought people are like gina and i was just like oh, oh boy just give me but it's loosely based mm. on a real tribe do you get mm. me but not many people went to find that out. I'll be real V. The only reason why I knew that is because I love Viola Davis. So when I saw Vi Viola Davis on Breakfast Club, I said, I'm clicking that and I'm watching mm -hmm. that. That's how I came to know that this is actually loosely based on, on a that, real yeah. situation. Yeah. If I just watched the film, I would have, this is so empowering. John Boyega did a great job. I would have left the cinema and that's it. Yeah. So with this um, Sierra Leone film... Blood Diamonds wouldn't have been made to raise awareness though, would it? Yeah. It's entertainment. This mm -hmm. is it. So but I suppose you know, it would... It would aid conversations though. There's things that people say about the diamonds and mm -hmm. they mm. make, they're creating, they've got man made diamonds now and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think that's all in aid of mm -hmm. all that stuff that's going on. So it might mm. have helped like start a conversation and, and these kind of things. But I don't think that was, that's not the that point of the yeah. I don't think it ever is. It wasn't. And that's the thing with Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood plays in our faces. So they will mm. use real life situations and real life struggles, social injustices, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like their intention is to raise awareness and so if the intention is not to raise awareness mm -hmm. is it raising awareness 
is it like just an empty gesture then? So maybe then to answer your question, mm -hmm. it is kind of like taking advantage of a situation. Because mm. what's going to come from what it is that you've done? Yeah. And I guess a lot of the time, if they do film it there, yeah. they would kind of, there's not like they're going to pay those people over there mm. the same fees they're going to be paying that. someone. You they know have I mean? it. It's crazy. So, so basically, if they were to do something based on Congo, yeah, what would you uh, think? Well, th there's a few things. So I guess Black Panther try to because mm. the oh, yeah. the whole yes. vibranium thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. that. But they wasn't explicit about it, which that's yeah. fine. But everyone who watched it when it first came out knew what this was about. Yeah. But okay, what are we doing about oh, yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So there's been different things, but yeah, like I guess even just like raising money, this, that you have to then think about who is this money going to? Who's raising this money? Um, so I guess it, it's all good to raise awareness. And I think it's important because some people genuinely don't know, mm -hmm. like, mm. you know, some people are still calling it the Congo, it's the Democratic <laughs> Republic of yeah. Congo. Yeah. Um, so I think, it's all well and good, but I guess we, we need steps. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Can I, sorry. I was going to ask, um, so say for example, like we raise, a, there's a lot of awareness that's raised and everything. Mm -hmm. What would um, justice look like in this situation? Is it a case of better working um, environments, being paid properly, that kind of stuff, mm. like safety gear, all that kind of stuff for it to be, for the minerals to be taken? Or is it a case for Congo, like, we don't want you taking our stuff? I guess it would it would be nice that it's protected that no yeah. one's mm -hmm. taking the stuff um, illegally. Yeah. Um, but what does paying, first of all, why is there three-year-olds mining? Yeah. This is, yeah. um, that's just not right. Mad, yeah. And also, who is watching over these children mining? No mm. one shows who's watching over them. I don't think there's anyone watching over them, you know. Wow. Because there was a video I saw, yeah, and it was just so, like, cause I think they were, like, stuck in something, yeah. and they're trying to pull them out and, and, and stuff. And literally, it's like, it's like community. It's like everyone who was there is, yeah. the, peop is the rescue team. Mm -hmm. And so, I, yeah, I don't feel like there's people. I feel like it's just more of a report daily what you've done kind of thing. I don't feel like it's, like, supervision. Because, yeah. again, if there was supervision, why are there three-year-olds? actually doing manual manual labor because it's producing things that's over a thousand pounds straight yeah sad let's go back a bit more yeah mm -hmm. of course everyone can somewhat i want to be careful about how i'm saying this but um who do you think is responsible or should take the highest level of responsibility in this situation because, of course, like, we have a situation today where people are, like, foreign countries are exploiting, right? Mm. And I guess foreign countries exploited prior. Like, if, if you go back to, like, Leopold times, mm. right? So we've got that initial thing and what it is currently. But in between that, right, there's been certain times where, of course, Leopold left, Belgium left, mm. right? And Mobutu was doing his, you know, mm. governing the country and things of that nature. Um, do you feel like at that point in time, like other African countries... Congo could have done better. They did. Okay. They tried, but those people were wiped out. Okay. Patrice Lumumba okay. was wiped yes. out. Yes. Um, so it's kind of like risk re reward mm -hmm. in that sense. So I think people 
have moved forward to try and do things, but I guess it's more so treading lightly, which I can understand because you're kind of going into this ring and like there's a chance that there's risks. Yeah. Um, but I guess everyone in a place of power has to take responsibility. Um, we're colonized, yeah. so there's people above. Um, but then I guess it's about it's it's about money and power, isn't it? So mm -hmm. I guess it's if things get better on one side, what does it look like on the other side? Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of African countries involved in this as well, right? Sorry. <laughs> One of the main ones is Rwanda. <laughs> I can see your face. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to ask you. Tell, tell me, what, what are your thoughts about the situation with Rwanda being involved here? And how much responsibility do you kind of portion to them? Do you see them as, as being just as bad as, as the Europeans, the Chinese? Do you think they're worse? Like, what's your views? I just think it's interesting that they're such a clean country that doesn't use this and that. And literally across the border, it looks different. Okay. So the fact that we're so close and there's such a difference mm -hmm. is very questionable. Okay. Um, it, it is... You know, the militant group are from Rwanda, the ones that are. So there is obviously mm -hmm. conflict there. Um, they they play a part, but I guess there's a lot of influencing. So I guess sometimes they can, they can be used in that sense mm -hmm. by others um, because one has to also think, where are they getting these weapons, et cetera? Mm -hmm. Who's funding them? Yep. Um, but I guess it, I think it's just really sad that we're literally like so close and this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. Not that it means that, you know, we should be warring somewhere in the West or, but I just think there'll be much advantage if we were together. Mm. Do you, how, when you say together though, you're talking about African states? Yeah, in terms of not having that level of conflict. Mm -hmm. But how realistic is that? Because it, even within one particular African state, like, you're going to get loads of conflict. Yeah. All right, cool. That's what's sad, though. But that's why, like, when I think of blame, I just blame everybody. Because, mm. yeah, the, obviously the West will always take advantage. Yep. If you so you give them a little a step, they're taking a run. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I mean? So, like, they will always take advantage. But I think at some point, African countries, we can't keep, blaming the west for everything mm -hmm. that yeah. happens to us like at some point we've also got to sit down and actually think about how this is affecting like how it's affecting our nations but the issue is that and we've seen this from back in slavery times when they were actually allowing them to rightfully take slaves and whatever it is people look out for their self-interest yeah. so unfortunately that like, the governments and the leaders that are meant to be governing and putting the entire country's um, interests, you know, in mind, are not because they only they only caring for themselves and mm -hmm. their families. So that's why they've got to take the blame as well. Do you get mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it can't just be blaming the West for going there. Really and truly, they would not have the means to come there and kill, yeah. steal and destroy, if they weren't allowed to. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like it's enabled behavior, mm -hmm. and so that's why they've got to they've got to be blamed as well. Everyone mm -hmm. involved has got to be blamed as well. Mm. It's funny, well, not funny, but 
when you mentioned Rwanda being such a nice, clean country and everything, and then kind of thinking about Swella Braverman and Pretty Patel, <laughs> thinking that they're trying to sell, sorry, not sell, send um, asylum seekers to Rwanda, yeah? Um, I say Rwanda, Rwanda were fine with that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, gave, they gave them, what, 140 million? Yeah. yeah. And not one plane was taken off yet? Not one. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they're adding the country there's no back seats. There's no <laughs> refunds, son. <laughs> All right, cool. I, I kind of want to give a, a, a bit of a history, yeah, because just to tie in um, what we were talking about, Rwanda, right? So in Rwanda, um, you guys would know about the 1994 genocide, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is between the Hutus and the Tutsi, right? Yeah. And pretty much the civil war was kind of, I think it started earlier that year or even prior to that. Mm-hmm. It, it had been going on for like for years um, prior. But where it kind of kicked off to a crazy extent was when the Hutu president, of um, Rwanda was killed, right? It was assassinated. That's when the RPF came in. Well, RPF had come in just prior to that. But that's when it turned from like 20,000 people being killed to in the, in the space of three months, almost a million yeah. Tutsis were, were killed. 800,000 people wow. was killed in three months. That's crazy. It's funny. It's not funny. But last, last week we were talking about um, um, that guy. Yeah. From Rwanda who's been, I think he was a, a doctor who was, mm-hmm. who's been brought back to to um, face his crimes. And basically, during that time, because, again, the Hutus were in power, apparently what happened was one of them organized for the importation of, of crazy amounts of machetes. And he, because of the propaganda, he gave all of those machetes to only Hutu people and basically just put out the propaganda about the Tutsis being responsible for the death of this president. And then, like I said, overnight, three months, everyone was just slaughtering people, man, woman, and child. Crazy. Obviously, RPF, they've come in, uh, Rwanda Patriotic um, Forces, right? And that's, that's one of the leaders is, is the current Rwandan president, Kagame, right? Mm. And they've taken over. They've managed to, you know, um, sort everything out. They've taken over. And obviously, all the Hutu people who were responsible for this, they fled. Where have they fled to? Congo. Mm. So they've gone into the east of Congo, because like, like Laura was saying, they're neighboring countries, right? And then... Of course, th- they've brought some type of um, uh, peace. Not, I shouldn't say peace, but they've stopped all the killing pretty much. But obviously, there's going to be a lot of people who are Tutsis to say, no, then people need to pay for their crimes. Like, you can't just kill all our families and things of that nature. So what's happened is, apparently, even Kagami said, yes, he wanted them to pay for their, wanted them to pay for their crimes, right? But he didn't necessarily sanction it. But many people who are part of the RPF actually went into Congo and were trying to get to these refugee camps where there were so many Hutu people, right? Obviously, again, Rwanda, it's not like they can quickly, they can just go into Congo and start this because that's yeah. that's like a, you can't just like go into sovereign people's land yeah. and start war pretty much, innit? Long story short, what happened was they ended up backing a group called the AFDL, right? And I believe um, the leader of that group was a guy who you didn't want to mention, Kabila, right? Mm. <laughs> 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 well, um, Lauren Kabila, right? He was, he was the head of that particular group and they were fighting against the main Congo army. Long story short, it's the first Congo war. They've taken over. Mobutu's been kicked out. He's fled to Morocco. Three, four months later, he's died. Mm-hmm. Kabila takes power. Cool. First w- war's done. Shortly after that, though, Kabila, obviously, who was backed by Rwanda, U- um, Uganda as well, and even, I believe, Burundi as well, mm-hmm. they were um, basically trying to dictate how he needs to run Congo. He didn't like that. So he's like, no, I'm going to kick you guys out. He tried to kick them out. Rwanda and them lot said no. 
not going to happen. They've obviously tried to fight against him, and that's when we got the beginning of the Second Congo War. So this is how Rwanda's involved in this Congo situation. So the Congo, that, that occurs, without going into too much of the detail, there was, a, there was a ceasefire agreement, didn't last too long. And what seemed to happen was a lot of the fighting shifted from certain parts of Congo into the northeast, where you've got Kivu, yeah. right? And North and South Kivu region. And this is where all the mines and the mineral mm -hmm. resources are and all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So you've got all of these um, separate groups. Apparently, I think over the, the span of this um, conflict, you've got hundred different, over a hundred different um, insurgent groups, all with their own agendas, trying to take over pieces of bits of land and parts of certain regions and things of that nature, right? And then you had um, one particular group who um, they were a rebel group. They tried to transform into like a, a political party. <laughs> right mm -hmm. when when um after Kabila was killed so so basically sorry I jumped Lauren Kabila was killed by funny enough one of his child soldiers that were meant to be looking after him right mm. <laughs> they've killed him got rid of him his son's taken over <clears throat> the one you obviously don't like right that's <laughs> Joseph Kabila right mm. cool so he's taken over what's happened now is do you there, there was again conflict loads of conflict in fact the conflict didn't really stop right mm. in the Kivu um, region. And then the UN came in to kind of calm the peace or start some peace. And they introduced like a transitional government between 2003, 2006. <laughs> Kabila won the election, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> About 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously everyone's contested it, right? So mm -hmm. what happened was one of those same groups that um, I, I believe it was the RCD or, yeah, RCD, they, they've now converted from a... Uh, what do you call it, a rebel group into a political party. They're not happy with the results, right? And this is the same group that was fighting against Kabila Senior mm -hmm. during the Second World, sorry, during the Second Congo War. And um, they've now split into another group, CNDP. Long story short, one of these guys, um, well, in fact, that entire group, the CNDP, the RCD, all of them were backed by Rwanda, long story short, right? And so this is what was continuing the conflict over there. Also, um, like I said, all of these people had were fighting for control of Congo, mm -hmm. but also control of these mineral resources. And this insecurity that's been going on back and forth is what's allowed Europe, China, and all these other places to kind of benefit. Because obviously, if there's no stability, yeah. people can get their resources for cheap. Mm -hmm. And it's in your best interest to continue this instability. And also, like I believe Laura was kind of saying before, it also benefits Rwanda. Because obviously you're getting all your materials, your mineral resources for cheap as well. Also, a big part of this as well is one of the leaders, um, I believe his name is Inkunda, during that time, he's now in the house arrest in Rwanda. But the group that he was part of, CNDP, they split. And one of the peace agreements was for them to, one of the um, the things that was required for their peace was for, hit, for, for that part of um, his military group to be reinstated into the Congolese army. That's what started the peace. Cool. Or at least, yeah, yeah, started the peace. They've come back and said, you guys didn't reinstate us. And then um, this, this was basically done during the March 23, 2009 um, agreement. That's why you get this uh, military group called M23, because it's basically March 23. It was based mm -hmm. off of that. And so M23 is the group that's now, long story short, mm -hmm. doing all of this nonsense in Congo. And they are backed by Rwanda. Rwanda says they're not backing them. But the UN <laughs> are saying, you are yes, you backing are. them. Don't lie, right? And they're pretty much saying, 
that the plan, and, and this is as recent as this year, in fact, the, like the UN's been saying this since 2013, right? But as recent as this year, the UN said in a report that Rwanda is back in M23 because they want political control in Congo and they also want control of the resources. So this is the reason why we're talking about Rwanda and why they are involved in the situation. Mm. So that's also the reason why I was asking, do you feel like this is, of course, the West are involved, but is this an internal African problem that we need to fix? All this civil war stuff, you know what I'm saying? Because like they can't exploit us if we are together and unified. Yeah, this is yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you saying that's why it is that Britain is looking to do partnerships and stuff with Rwanda because they want access after Rwanda takes control of the resources? I'm not, I'm not saying that exactly, but that's a good point there. You never know. You, know, you never know. Because even that money they're giving them is money that they can, they're still using to be funding yeah, 100%. all the stuff they're doing. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because people are like, where's M23 getting these type of weaponries? Like, yeah. <laughs> from, obviously, it's from you guys. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's definitely something going on. The fact that they cut a deal with them and they're prepared to send mm-hmm. um, the refugees and stuff over there. Because, mm. like, like if, that, if, if all that's going on and that's what they're tied up in, like, the country is blatantly not even safe for refugees. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. the fact that they'll co sign it and pay them, mm-hmm. there's some deterrent motive there. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like 100%. Is it not <coughs> safe? Well, no. Is it Rwanda? Rwanda? Rwanda's safe. But but remember Congo we had that like, Rwandan guy that messaged us yeah. saying that, didn't he say that the people, sorry my nail stuck. Did, okay, I'm going for a look. Didn't he say that, um, something about like the local people don't want all of that stuff to happen. Do you remember we had a message? Yeah, he, mm. he didn't want um, Swella. No. He didn't one. want the people. Pretty. Yeah, they didn't yeah, they didn't want people to send them over. Mm. I've seen some stuff community and stuff uh, like that. Of some of some girl like giving testimony about how like the current leaders in and like the parties and stuff that Rwanda mm. are doing, how they kidnapped her dad and the things that they're doing. So there's still there's 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 fuckery going on like right now today. So mm-hmm. obviously I'm not saying it's not safe to walk around the streets, but they're not like mm. there's things going on. It's in not, Rwanda? Yeah. Serious? Yeah. Okay. I have a correspondent now. I'll find out. Yeah, go and check. Trouble in there. <laughs> <laughs> but Kagami's he, he's, he's kind of... I love when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this context, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brent. But you spoke about this. Left hand's heavy. You my left hand's heavy? Lot of comment. Okay. <laughs> okay. So is yours. <laughs> But you know, it's, it's funny you mentioned that, yeah. Oh, here we go. Because, yeah. because the reality is, <laughs> yeah, obviously, let's talk about it. these lot are all benefiting from their access to the cobalt, to, to coltain, to all types of stuff, right? Yeah. And it's going into things that we use on an everyday basis. How are we going to talk about these type of things and hope for the best if we continue to fund it? Can how easy is is it really for us to detach ourselves from these companies? And I think that's a very valid point because as I was saying to you look before, mm-hmm. um, so I got gifted an Apple Watch recently okay. and I shared it on my socials and then someone um, came into my DMs and was just like, oh, but have you not seen what's happening in Congo? Mm. Like, Apple aren't it. And my first, my thing was, I heard what she was saying, but then I was just like, but I'm about to respond to you off an Apple phone, an iPhone. Mm-hmm. So what? not what difference is it making, but like, 
me having a watch and me having, they're both from the same company. I have a mm. MacBook, I have the AirPods, I have the, do you know what I mean? Like everything I have is from this company. So I'm not about to message you right now and say, boy, an Apple, because that's not realistic and it's not true. Mm-hmm. And you, your display pictures, you taking a selfie. And if I zoom, you're using an iPhone. So it was like, do you get what I mean? It was mm. like, I got what she was saying, but then it was just like, you're not leaving your raps. Where do we go from here? Because what yeah. am I meant to say in this moment? Because for me to now come and say, you know what is true, I'm boycotting Apple is is a lie. Yeah. And clearly you're using the you, the product you're using to even message me off is the same product that you're coming to vilify, like vilify me for yeah. using. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's tricky about these conversations. Cause I am seeing, I've seen a lot of that online of like, people need to be mindful and da da da, but I feel like every company uses it. Mm. It's gonna. It's very difficult. We're gonna have to go back to sending pigeons on errands if we're all. If, we're, that, if that's what we're gonna do, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's where that's where then we have to have a conversation about what justice looks like mm-hmm. for for everybody. Because yeah. even the companies that are saying they're ethical and whatever. Sorry, I don't trust nobody's ethical. Ethical. Since the horse meat ca- scandal, <laughs> I've stopped trusting everybody with their ethical, organic, all that bullshit because it's just a case where this company, Apple's been called out, you just haven't been called out yet. Mm. And when we uncover some truths, we'll find you deep in there as well. Do you get mm. what I mean? So I feel like that's what makes it tricky. Unfortunately, I feel like because of where it is that we live and the society that we're in and how our jobs and all that kind of stuff is integrated, there's technology integrated in every single mm. thing that we do that is... It's unrealistic yeah. to live that way. But there are some communities and some areas of the world where it's not realistic because they don't really, they don't depend on technology the way we do. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately for us, because I'm sure if we go down and this, obviously the main thing that people talk about is that it's in your phones, it's your phones. But if we actually go down and do a deep dive, it's probably using a lot more stuff than just phones. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? And like phones and, and laptops and stuff. It's probably used in a lot more stuff. Maybe in cars, we don't know. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So it feels unrealistic. And sometimes I hear where people are coming from when they say stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when people say stuff like that, I just think it's one of those, it's when people um, do that whole, what's the word I always use? Um, you know, you're just trying to be the speaker online. Oh, yeah, but yeah, you don't yeah. really know shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're, you're just, you just want to present as though you are standing for truth and you're standing for this. But really and truly, you're just making a scene. Mm. I'm doing nothing. Do you get what I mean? Mm. I think there's a bit of a split though because there's the part of okay, we're using all of these things, and obviously people are like, oh, do you know what's happening in Congo? Yeah. But I think it's before that. I think is actually the recognition of where things come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Congo, like for as long as I've been in the UK, anyway, I feel like people haven't put respect on Congo personally. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, I remember I would literally from like primary school, like even secondary school, sixth form, I'd be like, oh, you know, like um, it's the n- minerals from our country that makes phones, etc." People would literally laugh in my face. Mm. Like, oh, what are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, you can check it now. And when they check it, their face is literally dead straight. And mm-hmm. I'm like, so what do you think I was talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's more so recognizing that like i said in the beginning it's more than dancing and meat do you get what i mean yeah so it's recognizing that this country actually has yeah you know what i mean minerals great minerals, minerals exactly yeah. and just giving it that recognition even first yeah and then thinking about okay how do we 
protect or what what can we do yeah. even in our small communities etc but if you're not even recognizing the goodness of the country how will you even know how to protect it that's a word. facts mm. facts so i guess the first thing that i guess everyone can do to help the situation just to educate yourself do some real yeah, research acknowledge. Mm-hmm. yeah do you feel like um, amongst all the research, though, especially from some, someone from um, Congo, yeah, do you feel like there's a lot of misinformation, though, out there? Yeah, there is. But I guess it's even I, I think it's kind of similar to like if you go back into history with slavery, there's a lot of things that mm. are wiped out, etc. You know, because obviously as life goes on, things, the ink mm-hmm. is not strong enough. So, yeah. But I also think one is because. Sometimes I think who is doing, who's reporting from these places, who is doing these documentaries, etc. Um, that is a lot of where like the miss, mm-hmm. you know, presentation comes in. You know, you have to educate yourself on it, and also you have to be brave if you want to go that deep in reporting certain things because yeah. there's always risks. So yeah, there is for sure. Um, even just something like. Congo being, you know, one of the richest countries in Africa. When you say that to people, it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So there must be something that is not out there that, you know, why why wouldn't you think that? Mm. 100%. In terms of you mentioning Congo being one of the richest countries in, in Africa, the world, very much, right? Um, what they're saying is, um, according to this uh, stat that I've got, its untapped deposits of minerals are estimated to be worth 24 trillion US dollars. Mm-hmm. 24 trillion. Mm-hmm. And that's comprised of like gold, diamonds, coltan, um, cobalt, zinc, all that type of stuff, yeah? Well, obviously, coltan has, has become something that's a bit more um, in, in, in front of everyone's face because I don't ever remember hearing anything about coltan five years ago. It was always cobalt. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was always cobalt to me gold but colton was like a a new thing at least like you know what i mean that like information i'm getting right and apparently what they're saying is the global colton market was valued at one and a half billion us dollars in 2019 it's expected to reach 1.9 billion by the end of 2026 and it's growing at a rate of 5.58 percent a year between 2021 and 2026 and all of this stuff is happening right in the drc you know what I'm saying? So, and, and you already know. I remember watching, I was watching um, a documentary the other day, and this white guy who was in his nice office was just nonchalantly talking about the conflict and how much he knows the world's going to be dependent on this culture. Mm-hmm. And basically saying, we have to meet the supply. You know what I'm saying? Like, just nonchalantly saying it. You know what I mean? So, again, people's lives, I thought anyway, like people's lives in Africa don't mean, it's not the same not value. Deadly. And it's never been that. At all, you know what I mean? For the, for the longest while. Mm-hmm. But kind of, you guys have all mentioned about the, um, the children, right? And how certain things are affecting them. But kind of just for the listeners, viewers out there, just to break down how um, it's, it's affecting them, right? Um, obviously, the violence. That's one of the main things, right? Children experience violence directly and they're witnessing the, the destruction and loss of lives. The lack of healthcare because of this conflict. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, the healthcare system's been stretched thin. So it's making it... Um, really really challenging for children to get care as well during the COVID-19 pandemic as well that also messed up a lot of things like it did it all over the world anyway but but outbreaks of Ebola malaria cholera is also um, further exacerbating um, the health risks that's faced by children malnutrition and food insecurity 
that's also something that's been disrupted. Um, sorry, the on ongoing conflict has also disrupted, uh, you know, agricultural activities and things of that nature, which is making it hard for them to get proper, real, nutritious food. Limited access to education. Those of schools have been damaged, destroyed. The conflict is just, yeah, it just makes it, because obviously people, children are being used for the mines, using the mines, and, and actually soldiers as well. Is it unsafe for children to actually go to school? Because mm. similar to, I guess, what was happening in Nigeria, you go to school, you may not go, go back home again. Mm -hmm. They'll just come and take you from your school, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, um, exploitation and abuse. What's that film? Oh, man. I'm not too sure if you guys have seen it. I think, friend, you might have seen it. I think we spoke about it one time, ages ago. It's with um, Idris Elba. Oh, I remember that. I, oh, I just, um, yeah. Beast of No Nation. That's yeah, it. That's, that's it. it. Was that based in Congo? It was in Ghana, no? No, it wasn't Ghana. Was it not? No. It was, I'm sure it was. Was it filmed in Ghana, but it wasn't about Ghana? No, no, no but I think it was filmed in Ghana. Something Ghana was in Something Ghana, involved something involved in was about Ghana, because I remember... Maybe it was filmed in Ghana. Maybe. But it wasn't yeah. about Ghana. It might have been about Congo, though, not it? I think it was about Congo. You know what? Yeah, I could be wrong again. <laughs> I will tell you in... Um, so, Beast on the Nation was based in... It says, it says West Africa, although okay. it was shot in Ghana. Unnamed, yeah, mm. but it was a blood... A, Conflict between Nigerian soldiers. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, similar type of situation with the, with the ch yeah. child soldiers was happening in Congo, innit? You know what I'm saying? And as you saw in the film, if you haven't seen it, you see the exploitation. You <coughs> see such the, a good film. See the by abuses. The way. Well. Yeah, very Sorry. good. Film. That was like, do you know very what? That was like one of the the reason why I remember it is because it was the first. I feel like it was like the first like Netflix thing that I took in like properly. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a serious film, man. It doesn't get that much. Um, I think it's up there. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't get much. Like, people talking about it, to be fair. Ah, oh, man. Okay. Because the, the thing about this situation is, what, what, obviously, as we're speaking about it, I'm just thinking to myself, how are we really going to do certain things that's going to better this situation? Mm. Right? Obviously, I think the, the first point is we need to all educate ourselves on the situation because otherwise, you don't even know what you're going to be looking for or talking about, right? But... In terms of like creating awareness, what do you think is the most effective way to create awareness in today's day and age? Because I feel like, <coughs> yeah, we we got to somehow put this information in front of the average person. I think it's just talking about it, mm. consistently talking about it, not just when, just talking about it consistently. Because mm. I think when you when people see stuff over and over again, because I know that obviously the whole Palestine stuff is going on, but people have been. As they're talking about that, they're also talking about what's going on in, Con in Congo. Mm -hmm. And that is what will make people be like, oh, what's, what's going on over there? I think and, I think, and then research. Do you know what I think is sad, though? I feel like the only reason why people even are talking about Congo is to counteract the argument about Palestine. Like, mm. it's not because they're talking about Congo because they're talking about Congo. Yeah. It's more because people are like, why are you not talking about Congo? I mean, why are you not talking about Palestine? And people are like, well, it's because... There's other things happening in the world that have been happening in the world. So yeah. I think that's what I think that's what partly annoys me as well because it's like, why should it have to be a counter argument? Mm. It should it it's big it enough to exist its on its own. Thing, yeah. Like it's it's that big of a problem for it to exist on yeah. its own. But I feel like again, it's the whole thing about things ha that happen in Africa not being a, a priority yeah. or something that people feel like they need to kind of rally around mm. and talk about. Well, who's benefiting the most from the? From the um, minerals and that, like Congo got, do Congo make the most money off it? Not at all. Absolutely not. Not at all. No, we're, no, we're close. It's the, the the Chinese and all these other companies out there, the Europeans. We're doing them. Yeah. Because again, like you know, says it's in all our technology. So all them companies, basically, all them companies. 
Yeah, so the spotlight needs to be pushed on them, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Rather than making it out like it's a it's an African problem. It's a mm. it's the other countries that's taking advantage. If you get me? Mm. And I think people need to just like highlight highlight that more. Okay. Okay. I remember when Ramsey was on the show, he was talking about I can't remember uh, what it's called now. Palestine. Yeah. <laughs> no, but there was, there was a particular thing he was talking about in terms of um um highlighting basically the some scheme basically that highlights the countries that are, sorry the companies that are directly benefiting mm-hmm. oh, from yes, what's going yes, on yeah. in Israel in, in Palestine. I think a similar thing has to be done for Congo because mm-hmm. then at least we can make those decisions to be like okay cool, I know that you guys are benefiting from this and you don't give a damn. You have got like twenty different companies bases there. Cool, you lot are deep in this. You know what I'm saying, boycotting, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. or you don't think that's as in boycotting big tech. Yeah. Certain companies, because I mean, as as much as Congo is responsible for all, like a huge amount of all these resources, right? There's other countries, I guess, in the world that also have some of these mineral deposits as well. So, I guess ethically, ethical reasons, why not patronize those companies instead of the ones that? It should be a Netflix documentary here, didn't it? Because that's that's how far it's gonna spread. That's the best. I think so. Yeah, that's what I think as well. Mm. But like not water down yeah. the real stuff. You know, there was um, a documentary on BBC. It came out like six years ago with um, Ade, Ade, is it Ade Kuzman? The, the sports guy. Oh, yes. The, yeah, yeah, so yeah. he did, a, so he did like, um, like a 12-week documentary on mm-hmm. different countries in Africa and there was like three episodes just for Congo. Wow. And so there was a lot of, he went to places that people don't go. So mm. I, I really, you know, respect that. Um, so there is, but recently I saw that it's been taken down. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, so you can probably get bits here and there from YouTube if you search it, but on, it's not on BBC anymore. Interesting. Well, I, w- I wonder what side... Um the BBC is on because the BBC, BBC were, it seemed anyway, were being accused of being on the side of Palestine. You know, so at least they chose they chose the side when it came to Israel and Palestine. Mm. We'll see if they've maybe they've chosen their side. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Um, also, what about like humanitarian causes, like charities and stuff that are over there? That's, you know, trying to get food and aid to the people of Congo. Um, what about maybe doing research to find out which ones and maybe giving money if you can give money in, in that regard? Yeah, I'm gonna do that now actually. Yeah, that, that that's a good that's another good way as well. Mm. I feel like sometimes that things need to be I feel like the holding like um the companies accountable and spreading like vocal awareness and stuff like that mm-hmm. also needs to be very loud. Yeah. Because sometimes with a lot of causes it's like the onus, not the onus is on the charities, but then everyone gets comfortable sending money to charities. I said, these charities shouldn't really be in place to be doing this thing because this should be happening in the first place. Do you mm. get I me? Mean? So it's like, yeah, the charity route is a good route, but mm-hmm. that shouldn't be the main route. Do you get I me? Mean? Because mm-hmm. this still needs to be stopped. Or, yeah, this still needs to be stopped. Do you get what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? Yeah. 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 But, yeah. yeah no, there are people like directly from Congo who set up um, funds to support, like there's an artist called Inosbi. Mm. Um, he's really done well for himself actually, um, but he is from Goma. So okay. he's from, you know, one of the main places yeah. where it's affected. And mm. 
for the last couple of years, he's been doing a lot of donation, but also um, people have been sending money to guess his pot for him to support. And he's actually been doing, so there's been nothing, no funny business around that. Oh, that's good. And I guess it makes sense because he's, he's escaped that. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's literally where he was from. So he really cries out for that. Yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, it is about who is, who is supporting these countries and yeah, who is going there. And I guess, but sometimes I think you, yeah, I guess research into, mm-hmm. you know, where you're putting your money, but also I think the fact that you're taking your time to donate, it comes from a good place. And yeah. sometimes you can't control where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, you mm-hmm. can do your research and see, but you're still not going to know. You're not hundred percent sure. Yeah. Um, we've, we've got a listener avid listener of, of TDA. She's from Congo as well. Big up her. 100%. And she basically, um, just to kind of piggyback off of that, um, she mentioned how um, Congolese journalists are often attacked and killed. Yeah. So it's difficult to remain abreast of what's going on on the ground, you know what I'm saying, if you don't have ties to people in Congo. So a lot of the time, we we do get information, but it's mm-hmm. been funneled through certain places. And the real up-to-date sort of info, you know what I'm saying, just kind of remains in certain places. I was going to ask you, yeah, what's it like in other parts of Congo, though? like maybe Kinshasa, and which is like far away from the east? Like, yeah, what's it like over there? So you can, like it, it can be nice, mm-hmm. um, but it also is a struggle. Like I remember during the pandemic and just after, like up until last year, people weren't even getting paid. You know, like doing their jobs, like nurses, it's, they, mm. were, they were not getting paid. People were not able to pay their rent, etc. They weren't getting their pay. And I just think, imagine working and for like almost a year, you're not getting paid. Yeah. Um, but also there's a lot of, um, so like all the, a lot of the hotspots in Kinshasa right now, um, it's the Lebanese people who have opened all <laughs> these right everywhere. shisha spots, all of these nice Damn. places. So, yeah, like, you know, there's, you know, a lot of Congo looks nice and you mm. can have a great time over mm. there, et cetera. But yeah, a lot of the things that are created there that are f- nice and flashy and, you mm-hmm. know, it's not even it's not Congolese us, people yeah. who are, yeah. That's so crazy. So there's, there's a lot of suf- sufferance in main Kinshasa in itself, yeah. in Lubumbashi. It's a lot. Mm. Um... I wanted to read something again from the same TDA um, listener, right? And and she basically, because she wanted to, to kind of put a, certain things in, into context and basically speak out again a, about the misinformation out there and the importance of educating ourselves and getting the right resources and things of that nature. So I want to read something from her. She said, given a justified global focus on the Ukraine, Russia and Israel, Palestine wars, there has been a growing recognition of the need to extend the same attention to African nations grappling with comparable levels of conflict. Like Gina was saying, African countries such as the DRC and Sudan are experiencing significant turmoil without receiving the same coverage in mainstream media. The world needs to acknowledge and address these conflicts to ensure a more equitable distribution of attention and resources in a pursuit of global stability and peace. However, as much as I appreciate the sentiment of a call to action, I feel there is a carelessness in the urgency to raise awareness on such issues, particularly in the case of Congo. I have observed people sharing free Congo hashtags, infographics without context and questioning why we are not protesting in the same way we have been for Palestine. 
without diminishing the legitimacy of concerns, the severity of the war and its traumatic ramifications on the people of Palestine and any Israeli victims, the Israel-Palestine conflict involves distinct and identifiable actors, making it more straightforward for people to rally behind specific causes, such as protesting and advocating for ceasefires. The situation in the Congo, in <laughs> the situation in Congo, pardon me, on the other hand, is characterized by many multifaceted crises stemming from various sources, countries, and factors such as geopolitics, ethnic and national rivalries, and competition for control of its abundant national resor natural resources. This complexity makes it challenging to adopt a one-size-fits-all approach to raising awareness and addressing the underlying issues. Consequently, efforts to address the challenges in Congo may necessitate a more nuanced and targeted strategy that takes into account the, the diverse array of factors contributing to its conflicts. It underscores the importance of informed and context-specific advocacy initiatives to effectively address the unique challenges faced by the people of Congo. I am not an expert, and I acknowledge that I need to do a lot more of my own learning into what is going on in Congo and what we can do across the world to help. However, I feel as though if people genuinely care about helping Congo, then we all need to start with doing research and then exploring ways to empower and give people on the ground a voice to tell us how they will like to be helped because most of what we think we know about Congo mm. is often skewed and not critical. Yeah. I think she's 100% on point, man. Yeah, yeah man. 100%. Miss you know a beat. Yes. Um, I feel like we're going to be talking about this at another point anyway, especially with the elections coming up in December. Mm. So, um, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to keep you all um, up to date on what's going on, man. Mm. But yeah, I think we can wrap up the topic yeah. of the day there. Thank you, Laura. No problem. Thanks, Laura. Let's get to our next headlines. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so our next headline. Um, the far-right libertarian outsider, Javier Millet, has won Argentina's presidential run-off poll according to provisional results. So Mr. M Millet, I believe that's his um, name, how it's pronounced, Mr. Millet's rival, um, economy... Minister Sergio Massa called him to concede. The former U.S. President Donald Trump also congratulated Mr. Millet on his victory, saying he would make my, he would make Argentina great again. The election comes at a difficult time for Argentina, with rising inflation and an economy in crisis on people's minds. Mr. Millet's proposals, which included detonating the central bank, once supported voters desperate for change. He confounded pollsters by easily defeating the candidate of the governing Peronists originally by more than 10 points. Provisional results show that Mr. Millet had won, or pardon me, secured nearly 56% of the vote, compared with 44% for Mr. Massa, with almost 90% of, of votes counted. Some sad news, man, and this takes us to Kenya, where, trigger warning guys, the bodies of two employees of Kenya's tax agency who had been swept away by floods while driving in the coast region on Friday were recovered on Sunday. The Kenya Coast Guard also retrieved the body of a man who was swept away whilst riding his motorbike. Authorities on Saturday said that 10 people had been confirmed dead at the coast following three days of unrelenting heavy rains and floods. More than 20,000 families have been displaced across the three affected counties in Mombasa, Kilifili, Kwale, and Tana River, the Coast Regional um, Police Commissioner Rhoda Onyacha said on Saturday. Overall, Dozens of people have died and thousands displaced across the country since the beginning of November after heavy rains and floods caused by the El Nino weather phenomenon. The heavy rains and resulting floods have killed dozens more in neighboring countries, including Somalia and Ethiopia. 
in our last headline, also in Africa, takes us to Liberia. Remember the other day, we were talking about um, George Weah. Mm. He lost, man. No way. Yeah, man, he lost. But people are kind of applauding him because unlike a lot of previous former presidents, he, he actually just conceded, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just stepped away and everyone's surprised and they're actually, like, bigging him up. So, long story short, let me just get into it. The Liberian president, George Weah, has been hailed for his sportsmanship for conceding to his rival in the presidential race from across the political divide and the region. So, um, he came out and said, this is a time for graciousness and defeat. A time to place our country above party and patriotism above personal interests. The 57-year-old's phone call to congratulate Joseph Boake on Friday night has saved the country, which has a history of brutal civil conflict from a weekend of tension. Um, another person by the name of Hassan Biliti, who's a um, Liberian human rights advocate, he was speaking to the BBC in an interview, and he said that these are great times in Liberia and in Africa because such action on the part of a sitting president is very, very, very rare. He's the director of the GJRP, which is the Global Justice and Research Project, which has been documenting evidence of war crimes committed during two civil wars in which an estimated 250,000 people died. For him, Mr. Weir's concession in the second round, three days before the official results are due to be announced, was not only the action of a great sportsman, but a high mark of statesmanship and peace. The president has 49.11% of the vote so far from the results of 99.58% of polling stations. Yeah, man, so big up George Weir, man. Hopefully, this spreads across the, the nation and spreads across the entire continent. But yeah, that's it for the headlines. Time to pay the bills. Nice, it's getting some word on road. Uh, before we do, let me just read out the results of the poll. Oh, yeah. Uh, the coalition in Congo was the cause and why isn't more being said. Uh, 46% said exploitation of natural resources. 42% said I'm not sure I need to learn more. 16% says inadequate governance and corruption. And 4% said ethnic and political tension. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, trigger warning, trigger warning of sexual assault and um, sex trafficking and all sorts, basically. Um, so, in what will be record-breaking time, it's record-breaking. It is. It's record-breaking. Wasn't it like 48 hours? It was, no, it was 24. It was 24, innit? It was 24. Because it was, she filed it evening of Thursday, and by the same evening of Friday. MG was quicker. My brain move, man. <laughs> Basically, cut along so very short. Cassie's lawsuit against Diddy has been settled. So, just a reminder, we talked about this on Friday. Basically, Cassie, um, she yeah, she filed a lawsuit against Diddy for um, allegations of rape, sex trafficking, um, physical like physical. Domestic abuse, um, you know, beating beating her up, you know, getting his employees to take her to like recovery hotels whenever he would beat her up and she needed to recover away from the people, um, making her have sex with male prostitutes and actually recruit them as well, the cheek of it, making her have sex with male prostitutes that she had to recruit and then masturbating and recording these acts. She, she detailed a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. It was, it was a 35-page um, court document. Um, yeah, she details a lot of stuff, blowing up Kid Cudi's car, 
a bunch of stuff. But anyways, yeah, so it was a civil lawsuit. And um, yeah, man, it was settled. Settled, open and closed case, and that's just that. But, so we don't, we don't know how much, you know, it was settled for, essentially. He paid up, though. I'm sorry. He definitely did, because he definitely, basically... He paid up. Because... Huh? Listen, for her to for her to come out with all of that, yeah, and within 24 hours, accept an offer. It was done. I know that that offer was probably exceeded far more. Because you know what's mad? He just offered her she, eight million before. What she wanted. He just no, not eight million. Sorry, he just tried to offer her eight figures before, and sis was like, no, like I'm gonna say my truth. So obviously she said it now. And the thing is that for him, it was in his because it's so funny. It's so funny. Sometimes I see stuff. And I don't understand how people can interpret it differently to what it obviously is. Obviously, the man wanted this sorted out very quickly because if they have to long this out, more stuff is going to be revealed. Yep. And everything, there's going to be so much when it comes to light. Do you get what I mean? So it was in his best interest to get this sorted out as quickly as possible. Not according to Marx and Iman. Why? Tell what did me. I say? But what did they say, No, yeah. MJ's not P. Diddy, man. MJ's uh, everybody's story is different. Just because was. just because he paid that doesn't mean he's guilty. MJ, mm-hmm. got, I think, see, I, think I think it that's true. That's fine. You can take it. I don't care. Right, I'm about Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson got a case by the FBI. Their success rate is ninety nine point nine percent in America, facts. and he bust that case. That's an irresistible. Fact. It is facts. That's not fact. Maybe it's not ninety nine point nine, but it's high. It's ninety seven then. It's ninety seven then. And he bust it. And he bust it. That's a guilty man. I don't care whether he paid out or not. He what they charged him with. What they arrested him for. He's innocent of. You're talking about two different cases. No, I don't care. All right, let me get back to it what matters. I'm doing. <laughs> it don't matter. Yeah, of course it does. It doesn't. You got of course to... it does. Why? Do you know? Because... Okay. Go on. Can I? If you're like, if you're um... screaming facts, 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 you and Emmanuel, yeah. right? And you're still screaming that the FBI case he bust. Yeah. What's the one he paid for? Mm. I don't know. All right, so I'm saying it's two different things. Yeah, but all right. Also, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Also, that's what I'm saying. You gotta understand. Rest of that drop mic. Rest of that drop mic. Michael Jackson innocent man. All right. Remember he, he owned well, all the he owned that, all the rights from that, Sony. Yeah. Remember the white man by trying that, to take him down. That Diddy's innocent too. Why? Did he ain't have no case against him? Innocent of what? I don't know what he's done. He had a civil case brought against him. It's not civil. That wasn't Michael Jackson's case. Wasn't civil. I know, but this one is a case. It's a case. But you can't, you and can't he wanted, say that. You wanted it gone. There's no, there's no. You want it gone. Do you know why you wanted it gone? You don't need to have a. You know why you wanted it gone? You don't need to have a presumption of guilt. Guilty. I don't know what. I don't know what. He, I don't know what he done or what he did. Where's the fifty cent? Guilty as fuck. Wait, what? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't get involved with people's business. I don't know until he gets. I don't but, know what he done or what he done. MJ's business is going to get involved. MJ got went to trial. Guilty. What's MJ's hive called? I don't know, but he went to trial. Killies. I'm just telling you. MJ could be a top killie still. He's the greatest musician of all time. The king of pop. That's, that's who he exactly. is. That's a word. I stand on business. Okay. You I come everybody saying that. I hate that. It's, it's really it's annoying me. I, the, I don't fair. know. I blame Americans. Is it Drewski? It's Drewski. I go from Drewski. Obviously, Drake's got a song that says that as well, but I go from Drewski. I saw a thing that was jokes where the woman took out a note and she's put it underneath her heel. But the real the real was actually hilarious as dumb. But really it's the fact that she glued it to her shoe. No, those are my funniest <laughs> uh, memes when they're like, what shoes do you stand on business with? <laughs> it's, like, it's like hella shoes, like no. kitten heels. <laughs> it's all sorts going on. Funny. What does it mean? I'm oh, just standing oh, on business. Oh, like oh, you're stand, oh. Isn't it like you're standing on that like you're standing on yeah, your like tree? Like really? what I said. I said what I said. Standing on business. Yeah. Okay. And he's standing on business. He's got a white man trying to take him down. 
Diddy ain't got no, no conspiracy against him. They're not trying to take him down. Whether he did, that's his business. I, I think Diddy said, <laughs> if you guys think I'm going down and I'm bringing everybody else down with me, you got nothing coming. I think they pointed up the money to pay. Huh? They should have let... I don't think he, he, he paid anything. Do you know what I think They should have let Jeffrey Epstein He down. did a whip round. I, I think... Diddy's name would have been on that. <laughs> <laughs> Diddy is Epstein. Real. Yeah. No, but I'm saying they should have let Epstein just release Epstein. everything. Epstein. Allegedly. So do you just believe Allegedly. it? What, did he? Yeah, does it matter? I've been believing that he's been doing them CBD means from day I believe, one. I believe. He said it, and I'm 50 cents truth. He starts a business. He said, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because as soon as they reported it, 50 started with the meme. Yeah, I said, hey, 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 hey. But also, let's be clear, do you know what it is? Are. When his lawyer put out that statement and was just like, oh, just to be clear, just because he um, settled doesn't mean he's, yeah. um, he's guilty. That's when like, I knew that he was guilty. I was like, you're guilty because number two, if you generally were... If you were innocent, you know you would take it. You'd even counter sue for defamation of character. He even stated the marks. Okay, wait, wait, wait. What's his name? Was it Keanu Reeves? Was it Keanu Reeves? Scientist, Scientologist. No, who was it that basically took no Johnny Depp? Yeah, was it Johnny Depp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, basically, remember his wife, ex-wife. heard. She basically was dragging him and accused him of all this stuff, and then he counter sued and took her to court, and he got. Like he went the distance to prove his innocence. Yeah. To me, that's an innocent man. Do you understand what I mean? Because these allegations are not small. Same way Megan went to court and stood on her business. She stood and on here business. We are. Chale. Sorry's having the day he deserves. Say what you want to so. say. Diddy, I believe Diddy, that Diddy Diddy's is. Drop a truck. I believe. Well, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, do you guys want to lead where the road? Because what's going on here? Can you let? Why am I here? Why am I here? Why am I here? And you can, you can, you might as well rap to the song then and let us know since you know fucking thing. You got your degree <laughs> and everything. <laughs> can you imagine? You know every fucking thing. Anyways, Cassie and flipping Diddy, right? Sorry. So Please. the um, lawsuit got settled or whatever and they all released statements. So Cassie's statement through her lawyer, of course, says, I have decided to resolve this matter amic- amicably. That word always gets my Nigerian tripping. Amicably on terms that I have some level of control. I want to thank my family, fans and lawyers for their unwavering support. This was Diddy's initial statement. We have decided to resolve this matter amicably. I wish Cassie and her family all the best. Love. Right? And then this was... Um, so the first thing was actually Cassie, and then this is her lawyer's statement. I'm very proud of Miss Ventura for having the strength to go public with her lawsuit. She, she, ought to be, to, she ought to be commended for doing so. So obviously, then people started cooking the hell out of Diddy's ass online, talking about, oh, he was quick, da 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 whatever. Then he comes back now. He's like, just so we're clear. How many lawyers start a, sent- a statement to write just so we're clear? No, okay, oh, your mate's email. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do you think this is? He's like, just so we're clear, a decision to settle a lawsuit, especially in 2023, is in no way an admission of wrongdoing. Mr. Combs' decision to settle the lawsuit does not in any way undermine his flat-out denial of the claims. He is happy they got to a mutual settlement and wishes Miss Ventura the best. Thank you. You're a damn liar. And I know how Diddy's now got paparazzi taking the stage photos oh, of he him. Looks, he looks Looking rough, like though. he's in distress. No, he does look He, look, he does look stressed. He does but... pictures of stage. As soon as I saw it, I said, oh, here he goes. But I did find it funny, though. It was funny. He looks funny. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like he's rich. He's, he's sitting looking, on the bed. He looks like, like he's down bad. Hand. Yeah, like he looks like he's down bad, but it just looks he's on the so... Because like it looks looking... like you're, he's like in his private garden. So it's like, how did paparazzi get to take these pictures of you in your garden? And then, the, and then the quality as well is not that great. You know, they like to give a little yeah. 20, 20, 2008 type of vibe um, picture. No, sir. You do that shit. Don't be silly. 
But anyway, so that happened over the weekends. Um, and then Aubrey O'Day as well, who has for years been talking about him because she was on making on is it breaking the band or making the band? Making the band, isn't it? Mm. She was on that on that show with Diddy. Talked about how they never got paid for like the six seven years they were working on the show. And she even talked about like how with a lot of the MTV shows, she said their show brought in so many viewers for MTV. And a lot of the shows have had um, reruns. But um, is that your personal phone? Because surely it's yeah, his. Interrupting. Okay. I was going to say, it's he's not another interruption. I was going to say, I was going to say. I see it. Oh, he's, he's yeah. little, Look at him. It's his little um, young boy watch that's making that noise. <laughs> huh? So what's yours? The big, big G, not the, the little camera. one. But um yeah, so she's always talked about she's always like highlighted all his nonsense and she always she said as well that she got fired from the band and whatnot because she wouldn't sleep with him, essentially. But anyway, so when obviously the news about them settling was out, she tweeted um money over accountability every time. And obviously people thought that she was talking about um Basically, one of her fans was like, this is hella insensitive. The moment she doesn't want to have to relive her trauma or validate your experience, this is your response. Did you not just call her a queen in your post yesterday? This was to... Aubrey, Aubrey called Cassie a queen for um, standing up for herself. You can't call yourself a champion for women if it's going to be conditional. But then Aubrey came back to say that um, this comment is reflecting Puff's moves, not hers. She told her story and it validated her, not me or mine. The accountability was on him. Stop being so divisive and put your mind in a more positive space. So she's essentially saying that once again, Diddy has gone away with not being like not being held accountable for the things that he's doing. But I don't believe it's gonna be the last of all these Diddy claims. I feel like his days come, man. I really don't believe it's gonna be the last of it. But speaking of things not being the last, Party, Party Partisan decided that he was going to pen a little diss track to make the stallion. So if you remember, Meg had, uh, she recently released a single, which is her first single since the whole um, trials happened and stuff like that. And it was called Cobra. And in the single, she says a line about while she was dealing with all this stuff, going to court, whatever, whatever, she comes back home to find her man getting fellatio in the bed. I was gonna say married to bed, but they're not married. In, in the bed or whatever. And obviously people have just jumped and said it's about party and whatnot. And then just started, you know, you know how the internet, the internet was doing what the internet does kind of thing. Anyway, this man has decided over the weekend on Saturday morning to release um, a diss track called The Person. Because again, Megan The Stallion. So it was a bit funny. It was so funny to me how he was getting cooked for that. Because he was like, in one of the lines, he's like, I'm not talking to Megan The Stallion, I'm talking to Megan The Person. And people were like, oh, turn that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be honest, when I heard it, I was like, Damn. Yeah, he yeah. cooked her up, man. That was, that was, that was smooth, man. It was I think smooth. Those comments were really good for him. No. I mean, as in they were championing him in the TikTok yeah. comments. People were, yeah, people were there. You know, you're changing my a, mind about a, this thing. Only a hype was standing up for her. What? You're changing my mind about this thing. Why? You know when it is that we had a conversation about um somebody mm. and somebody's shenanigans. You're changing my mind about the person. You're looking Sorry. at me. <laughs> <laughs> you just did it wrong. No, wait. Just got my eyes. Is this like a plural thing? We talk, oh, is this to me? I don't, I don't is, know what we're talking about. Can I be honest? About. I don't know what we're talking oh, about. Right now we're talking about Megan. I know, but what are you talking oh, about? Who are you talking about? No, wait, what? is it my business? Because then you dare say it. <laughs> Hello. Who's shenanigans? What are you talking about? What is it? Nothing. Just say, man. Say it with your Can chest. Can you mute it? Can you mute it? Yes. Or do you
Gina, man. <laughs> okay, put your watch away. Do you don't have a chest if you're small. You're acting brand new. Hey, Emma Marie, when it's I the first hit, shit you ever I had. I really want to hit you with my pillow. Please, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's the realest shit you ever had. You don't even know the man made music. I didn't know. You thought it was a ghost right now. I'll be honest with you. I'm, you know I don't care about celebrities. I don't even know who party is. I didn't, I don't, I don't know. Why are you doing this? Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I heard the thing. Yeah, you're standing on business you didn't shoot. She was standing on. <laughs> nah, but that flow was smooth. I could nah, tell it was. It okay. I could tell it was real bars. Let me be real with you. I could tell it was real bars. Because I got the receipts, baby girl. ก็เลยเอาไปเอาไปเอาไปเอาไปเอาไปเอาไปเอาไปเอาไปเอาไปเอาไปเอาไปเอาไปเอาไปเอาไปเอาไปเอาไปเอาไปเอาไปเอาไ
that's not where I was going. Don't you think it's a bit cheeky that she was the one who basically started it and then suggested that he was doing something like nefarious? No, but if, if, if I'm in court, yeah. Quiet. No, but that's the thing, because I'll be honest with you, everything that he did, yeah, if he had released this the day after she said that, I could understand. It's been three weeks, brother. That's Esther, I'm not going to lie, it doesn't matter. It, I'm going to be honest, yeah. You yeah. see, in... You see in... If you fuck around, you're going to find out, world, Absolutely. yeah? There, once you open the floodgates, and I know that you're the same, in the sense where it's like, you can't... If you drag me to... Yeah, you can't, you can't tell me to go, go high when you go low. Yeah, if I drag you to you, know you, you can't get mad at me because you started it. I was mad at my But you know what it is, though? Because the, the way he was rapping... He's rapping like, I was a great boyfriend to you. I was so loving. I was supportive. I was all this kind of stuff. All she said, she what she said was that he cheated on her. Sorry, Big man, sorry, sorry. you did cheat. Sorry, 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 sorry. Again, let's just go through this sequence and the timeline. So she implied that he cheated. Yes. yes. This was after he went to bat for her, uh, rightfully so, against Tori yeah. and the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you understand? And um, Not during the if his bars are to be believed... He, she had sex with another man yeah. and then he was there spudding the guy yeah. in his face yeah. and he still kept his mouth shut. Yeah, but I don't know if that it, bar this is, wasn't... This is, this, is, this is bad or not? This is, no, this but is what bad. he said though, that bar is not whilst they were in a relationship. He when, was... No, when Tori was talking like, was she with him? Wait a minute. Wait, I don't know. No, 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 she wasn't. Oh. Party was um, afterwards. So basically, she, he was saying that you had me meet someone that you had slept with. He past asked tense. Her, did you sleep with him? I'll be honest she with said, you. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm standing on my lie. I'm, I'm not saying yes. I, I'm just. It's saying not necessary. Listen, it's not necessary. How he rode for her to the tail. Because you know what it is? I feel like, but that for me again, that was information that he did not need to tell us. Because the thing is that, so if he's him saying that he found out on Girl King the people that she slept with, that one I can understand. There's no excuses for that because she outright lied for that. But the one about the producer that he was spotting, that was before you. Sorry. Don't worry about all of because this. Because this the was information before you, my that love. you guys share with me, I can't entertain this conversation. You know what my thing is? Like I said, yeah, if you, if I mind in my own business yeah. and I catch a stray, right, you can't now come and tell me how I'm meant to respond. It just doesn't yeah. work like that, especially if you know my character. I hear you. So ultimately... This didn't need to be a back and forth conversation if you just kept my name out of your music. And like, you're, we, you're more man than woman as well, isn't it? Ha ha ha. Because you're watching. <laughs> you're speaking but as a girl right I'm now. not. Big G, not she the little one. <laughs> but so my thing is, like, we can all say, oh, he went a bit too far, et cetera, et cetera. You're but again, that. I, I'm not saying that. I don't even think he went too far. I just think that, for me, I just think it's funny how you did all of this just to say, yeah, I did cheat, but it wasn't in your bed. No, it was... What are you fighting for? It was after she did what she did. No, what you... It's not... Listen, hey, hey. I can't unhear what you told me. Well, but that's the computer then. But that's... Huh? What did you say? Speaking <laughs> of the computer. No, but that's... And again, there's also that side of things, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, that's the thing. So for me, I'm just like... I'll be real with I you, I don't though. understand why, again, it's like... You know when people... I think, in all honesty, yeah, it's like... You know when you break up with someone, yeah? Yeah. And obviously their, their shit's worse. But you're, you're not innocent either, though. Like, you've yeah, done yeah, your yeah. fair share. But because your, yours isn't public, you feel like you can kind of yeah, like... Yeah, someone's got a public platform and they can be... They feel like they can be running around you with whatever think, narrative. You think you can kind of run... Yeah, some, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then 
And, and it's only because you, you're in a position of, you have the upper hand, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. So you can control the narrative. I'll but be honest, I hear The problem here is we know, you know what I mean? So it's very hard. Because <laughs> that pen, mm-hmm. I, I clocked, I said, you know, I, hear, I see why you're the one who writes for a lot of the, the people in the industry. I can write. Can't even deny that. Call yeah. again, please call her. Anyway, Rahisha. Good morning, caller. Morning, caller. Well, I didn't say anything. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. apologize. You can go. Morning. morning yeah, again. morning. Um, I want to I wanna touch on a couple of things. Oh, who's uh, speaking to you, I like sorry. the topic that you lot are talking. Oh, sorry, it's Femi. Um, Femi's are in the chat. Um, yeah, just one thing. Like, um, I like women. I like women kind of dominating rap, the rap scene now. Do, yeah. do we kind of agree in a, in a kind of way in it? But yeah. one thing we do know about rap is, listen, rap is built on beef and battle rap. Mm-hmm. And people dropping subliminals and all of this all the time. And one of the things is, if you want to dominate rap, you kind of have to accept that if you drop subliminals and disses, then are men allowed to reply or are they not allowed to reply? I, I just want to know because no, you if it's reply. rap beef, then it's... you can reply. <laughs> yeah, so we we've got to be able to take it. Then if I mean some of the things he says were underhanded. I think I think that the stuff about the body stuff we didn't really need to know that. But right. if you accuse me... It's a diss track. You weren't saying that when Pusha T was talking about Drake's sheet. Well, there you go. Well, this is what I'm saying. But if you if you accuse me of cheating, which is fair enough, like you're saying, he admitted cheating, but, like, get the facts right, innit? You can't paint yourself out to be a, a saint and then I can't defend myself and say, well, the truth... And and all the stuff about the timeline of them being together, we, we don't actually know what the timeline is, you know, because some people deal with each other in the background without us knowing... You see what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. True. But no, that, that that was one. Um, two, I want to um, just go back to the other topic that you were talking about because uh, as content creators, I really want to get your opinion on this because there's been a real uproar this weekend around the Joe Budden podcast. I don't know if you lot have been following it. No. Jesus. Okay. All right. So, and, I, and I'll drop... So basically, he dropped the episode, obviously, and yeah. he whatever, edited it down, um, because obviously he's close to Puff, isn't he? So everyone was, obviously, when he drops his podcast, he's like number one podcast mm-hmm. in our community, let's be honest. So people are waiting for his commentary. Now, yeah. he edited it down, but not only did he do that, he then put it behind the paywall. Yeah. So that's well. the second time, the second time he's done that in the last, what, two weeks. So wait, yeah? as in like, he weren't, he so it wasn't a public episode, it was on Patreon, it on Patreon only, and then oh, he was heavily because... edited, he beeped stuff because obviously... Yeah. Basically, everyone was waiting for him to talk Because everyone was waiting for him to talk he in like, it. And he's like, well, I, I ain't going to do that. Because he's trying Basically. to maintain but that I relationship. I thought like that was pathetic, though. He had never looked more yeah, pathetic right, to so me now, than that moment. Okay, man, this is now my point. Because obviously, then he went on Spaces last night and he was just being a bit of arsehole about it, saying, I'll put my whole show behind the paywall, basically. Because he's getting annoyed at everyone saying, well, we don't care what you got to say. Just stop putting the episodes behind the paywall. Like, mm-hmm. people... Some people just don't want to pay for it. But this is my question to you guys as content creators. How much does relationships matter to you when you're dealing with topics like this? Because obviously we can sit back from the UK and say, oh, why is he not talking about it? Blah, 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 blah. But say like a UK rapper is doing something, like how much people actually speak the real talk on it? Do, do you see what I'm saying? 
But what's the real talk, though? It's still just our opinions. If someone's my brethren, why am I going to pass my opinion on my brethren for that I don't know? Like everybody's everybody's entitled to their opinion, but no one don't know the facts. No, but you know it was. It doesn't matter. No, but it's true though. It doesn't matter what it looks like, or you could presume or whatever. The facts are not there, innit? So if you don't know someone and it's a stranger, it's easy to chat shit about them and give your opinions yeah. and all that. Yeah. If it's my brethren, why the fuck am I going to sit on my big platform and talk about my brethren for? And I don't even know what's going on. No, but because none of us actually know what's going on. We can think what we Joe, want. Though? Do you know what it is with Joe? It's not. I hear you, and I one hundred percent agree with that. I agree with that. But my issue, what 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 annoyed me, what I thought was pathetic about it, was that he was, you know, your number one podcast. You know, people want to hear you talk about everything and whatever else. Is that now you're like you're taking offense to the fact that people, you're kind of cussing people and trying to like you're berating them for wanting to hear your opinion about something, even though they always come to you to listen to your opinion about everything. So and and that's for me, that's what I didn't like. I was like, don't make people feel away because he's like, oh, what do you guys think? I'm gonna say like. I just felt like it was rude to the listeners who who listen to you every single time. Like, don't it's, make it's them like feel lose, like lose him, they want flipping if he wasn't drag, if he wasn't dragging them, if he wasn't dragging them, they wouldn't have. Like, no, but you know what? He, no, but he could, not, no, but he wanted could have to said, see him sit there and drag him. Basically, no, but like, he could have said though. Do you know what? I'm not going to talk about this because blah 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 blah. He instead was saying stuff like "you's not out here calling that." That's pathetic. Like he started calling. He was like, "You's not dumb." Don't be cussing the same listeners who tune in to you every single week. That's what I didn't like. I understand you don't want to talk about it because I get it. That that makes sense, 100%. However, don't make people feel a way that they want to listen to you. I don't, I don't like the idea when, when people make... I just didn't like that. I just felt like it was a bit distasteful. The way he handled it and the way he was talking to his listeners and treating them as though like they were like... Like as if like... I don't know. It just, it was, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. I understand him not wanting to talk about his friend. I get it. But even though he talks about everybody else, I understand that that makes sense. That's your friend. However, don't make people feel bad for wanting to tune into your podcast to listen to you talk about stuff, even though that's what you do. And now you're acting as though this is not why I come in. He's like, oh, I come in to talk about music. I think, okay. I think what people... Mm-hmm. Need, I'm very... Uh, again, so I value relationships, innit? Yeah. So like Marks, I'm not going to come on a public platform and just chat my bedroom's business because yeah. that's my actual friend, innit? And the, the relationship is important regardless of whether they're in the wrong or not, right? I can, I can, like, I can, especially if I have an actual relationship with you, yeah. I can reason with you behind closed doors, you get what yeah. I mean? And check you. But he doesn't have to be on a public platform. Absolutely. I think what listeners fail to understand is that people have different relationships with people the same way you're not going to go on a public platform or on your social media and cuss out your brother, yeah, yeah. cuss out your friends. Any, do you know what I mean? Anyone, even even in your, even if you're not a person who has a big platform, even if it's like just on your social media in general, right? And let's say your friend or whoever has done something wrong or whatever, you're not going to go out on a public platform and dig them, dig them out. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's interesting when listeners expect people with platforms to do the same, forgetting that. Outside of being a public person or whatever, I'm actually a human being and I actually do have relationships that I have to maintain and I can manage that off air. It doesn't have to always be on air. I get that it's it's a, it's hard because it could be another artist like Drake or whoever and he went out and because he doesn't have a relationship with Drake and because he doesn't like Drake, he can drag Drake, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I think there's a way to handle it. You can say that, you know what? I've got a relationship with, with Diddy. I'm, I'm not comfortable talking about this personally on air. Just know that me and him have had conversations and that's all I have to say on the matter. And if it means... You don't respect me. You don't rate or whatever. It is what it is. Question. I, I'm standing on my business. Right. Can, I, can, I, Sorry, can I ask one, one last question? Um, Before you ask oh, the question on, for me. So if yes, your good friend has been accused of, like, serial... Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun, yeah, yeah. You would still say, I'm not going to... 
Again, I'm not gonna talk about my friend on Brent. I'm just yeah, not gonna do it. Man. I'm not gonna lie. Especially when it's your person. Exactly. Let's pretty. say it was. Let's say it was Margs. Yeah. Just asking questions. I'll go around the room. Let's say it's Margs. Yeah. I'm not coming on air on any platform or on my social media and digging. I'm digging out Margs. I'm just not gonna do it. Digging out. Or to talk about the situation and to because do you get what I'm trying to say? I'm not gonna do it because I've got a relationship with Margs. If if people your don't need asks you, did you know about this lifestyle? You would say no, I knew nothing about this particular lifestyle. You're talking about it at this point in time. Okay, but because in my head, you wouldn't know. About I wouldn't know this about it. Life. Yeah, and this is what you communicate. Yeah, is he even doing any of that? As in, I'd communicate that is on air. Is Joe Budden? Because I I saw a clip oh, okay. where Joe Budden was saying, "Hey, I know he has these similar me parties, and I remove myself from them." So yeah. in his head. It sounds as though he, he knows what's going on. Uh, oh, and that's why he doesn't go to this party. People, it's not you can't just presume stuff and assume and, and, and assume shit and shit like that. Because when you're privy to certain information, you know certain things, so you will look at things differently. Just like what happened with the other stuff, like there's information that you know. So the narrative's out there, but with the information that you know, you know you muted the mic. You didn't want to say it in public, so he might. He might feel a certain way that's not going to be cool for him to say. He might see certain. There could be enabling behavior. There could be so much stuff going on that he's like. I muted what mic. That Don't was you. for Dina. It doesn't matter. Dina it doesn't matter. It proves my point. What I'm trying to say what is, the hell yeah, are you talking about? It's two anyway, different things. It's no, false equivalency. No, what I'm trying to say is, yeah. What are you talking from about? A, from a Bredgen standpoint, yeah. There's, I, I can understand why he's not going to want to say it. Plus, also, you are just like. The, fa- the facts ain't out there. No one don't know nothing. So why is it going to be someone that's your brethren to sit there and play into all these narratives? I think and say all the this point stuff? is that he was there getting onto other people for the same thing. When? Megan, there was Tori, Tori yeah. mm. there's um, Drake. Drake. There's, there's, he, one thing about that man, he's in people's business. When he said that stuff about the young girls with Drake, he never he never said it like that. And he's elaborated that people could take things how they want. Again, like if you the whole context of the conversation and the point that he was making, it wasn't like, oh, don't be there with young girls. Because he already said there's nothing wrong with him chopping young girls. He was talking about... He was talking about the lifestyle and the music and and like he he's, he's even said it on other things like but so it's easy to just pick up on that and say that it's not even the same it's not even the same thing it doesn't even doesn't even not really not like that no so it's not it's not even the same thing that like it's you can't you can't conflate the two things it's not like it's easy to do that. that's what I say it's easy to jump over narratives everybody's gonna spin their narratives and chat shit but no do you no know no nothing do you, do you know also understand why people would question you if it is that you spend your entire two hours three hours pointing out other people's indiscretions, but when it comes to your brethren, your best friend, you're stum. Yeah, and, then but you, and then you basically look to put your whole content behind a paywall. Yeah, but you got to stand... I wouldn't care if it was... Even if no, it was you me. you understand people getting onto you. Yeah, but All I right, told you, whatever people think it. of me ain't none this of my business, it. I don't give a shit. I'm allowed to be wrong and strong for my friends. I live like that. All right, cool. I mean, that's the response to the question he has asked, basically. You mm. you are going to protect your friends and you're not going to put their uh, business out uh, in, in open. However, if they are... Convicted. Yeah, that's different. Cool. That's how, totally how different. How would it be different? Because now we've because there's it's this factual, isn't it? It's not all conjecture and that. It's if factual. If you knew it to be a fact before the court said it's a fact, what what then? But then you're complicit. And that's like sorry, you don't have a mic, young man. Now you don't have a mic. <laughs> you didn't want to give him um, one. Don't I'm, try it. I'm, I'm, I, no, no. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying nobody could hear you because he doesn't have a mic. I'm almost. I'm almost complicit. <laughs> I'm almost complicit. If I know these my brethren's doing these things for a fact and I'm enabling that behaviour and I was cool when it doesn't get thing, but then I come out, I still ain't got the right to say nothing. You say you're almost complicit? Almost, yeah. This is, this is, and I, but I still ain't, I still ain't got the right to talk about it. I still ain't got the right to talk about it after the fact, especially if I knew. I have not got the right to sit on my high horse and start chatting shit now because <laughs> it's come out and he's got caught and I knew and I was cool with it. I, can't, I ain't got the right to be talking and chatting shit. 
I think, stop I actually feel like that's why some people aren't talking because they're they just knew, as bad. You and, yeah, it. they knew. So you, you can't talk. Then. Because yeah. that's the thing. Because someone was like, to be fair with Joe Budden anyway, I'll be real with you. Joe Budden is not who I'm trying to listen to when it comes this to stuff about sex and assault, when it comes to domestic violence, when it comes to any of these my things. But he even said that. He said, I should have a lot of things. You should have your own feelings about all them kind of things and condemn them already. You shouldn't need me to come and co sign that and make you feel that way. The issue is that, yeah, week after week, podcasters love the fact that they get people tuning in to listen to their opinion about stuff. As soon as it hits home for you, now you're telling people to think for themselves. Are you dumb? This is if I'm people thought for themselves, you would so, have no money. I don't get involved. You have not seen me mention. This is the first time we've even discussed Puffy and Cassie. Anyway, I don't, I don't, I'm you know not, what? I don't can do I, all this shit. Don't make can no I sense. Drop my last question then, because it's Thanks actually linked to what you're you're literally talking about. I'll drop my last question and then uh, drop off. Uh, you guys have a good week. So. Remember when, um, what's his name, Dave Chappelle did that joke about Ja Rule? Do you, do you remember what the joke was about? Or it was like people were going to Ja Rule for commentary to say, what does Ja Rule okay, yeah. think about this? Yeah. yeah, isn't that where we're at right now? Where we're literally looking, like you just said, Miles, everyone's already knows what their opinion is. Like you, you sat at home, you've made your mind up, whether you've read the court. Some people haven't even read the full 30-page document like Esther did. And they've already made up their mind. They know what's in it just from snippets. Like, are we now in a crazy situation where we know what we think, but we we need podcasters, entertainers, content creators to tell us what they think, so that then we can drag them online and say, "Oh, you didn't say it the way I want." You, you know what? You, you, you know what I mean? Someone's gonna find fault with anything that. Let's say you on your platform say about any of these things. Someone's gonna find a fault with it. It's just How all part. Feel it's just about all part of the spectacle. I, I think it's just all part of the spectacle and the witch hunt. You know what I'm trying to say, and then yeah. it gets lost in people that actually care. Because there's people that actually care. There's people that sexual assault and these things are close to their heart and actually care. That's and there's the other people that I just want to jump on and just, just wanna, want to just, just want tea just and just want to drag someone online and just want another chance to cancel someone yeah. and bring someone down and do and do all the fuckery. You get what I'm trying to say, that? Like, yeah. And it's just like it just. It just muddies the waters a little bit. You get what I'm trying to say, like. So it's just is the day and age that we live in. People love a witch hunt. People love yeah. to people love to chat shit and have tea online and have something to say and better to tear. I think with Joe, yeah, like had he just said, yeah, I personally had more respect. Had he just said, you know what, I'm never gonna address that, and that was it. No explanation or nothing. But when you start to cuss your listeners and make it seem as though like they're desperate for like you know for gist and stuff like that, and it's like, but that's what. That quality in them is what you rely on for them to watch you twice a week when you drop episodes. Don't use that now as a way to insult them. But to be fair, though, that's just me anyway, because love yeah, don't have shame. So some of you he, be tuned in. He could have owned it better, innit? Because at the end of the day, he does do the social commentary thing. This is what I'm was, saying. And if it was someone that wasn't his brethren, they would have They would have got it. Yeah, and no. they will get Because who was it? Something happened to somebody else. He's going to talk about it. The thing is, I get why there's uproar, because like we said in it, mm. it's... If it was somebody else talking, he'd be the first person to do a What's whole episode and, and whatever, right? And I guess the issue, the issue here is because it's Diddy who he's got a relationship with. I'm assuming. I just feel like he could have addressed it better. It's just the way he sits and arrogant in a way. Like, so oh, it's clear, gets my nerves. like what he's Squeaky doing. But voice. again, I don't listen to the Joe Budden podcast. So people in the comments talking about, but this, he claims that he stands on business and like he's and a that's person. So funny. He's a person who. Like his brand is, I'm gonna speak the truth regardless of if the person's my friend or not. So think if, about the whole. If that's his brand, but, but, but he don't know. He don't know the truth no, to think, speak no, but, it. No, but, you ask him to give no, his but opinion. He's never waited for the truth to speak on it anyway. But think about the whole Drake stuff. Yeah, he was out here talking about I'm such a big fan of Drake, but I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna be real with you, bro. Look what he did to his friends. What friends? Oh, oh Rory Mao. Rory Mao, Egypt, man. <laughs> <laughs> after this, after all this time, surely you, you can see Rory that Joel Mark. was right. 
my gosh. Nah, man. I, I, watched, I, watched, I watched that stuff back the other day. And I stand on this. Joe, Joe was right. Joe, Joe was right. The way he dealt with Rory Amal. Everything that happened in there, Joe was right. Joe ain't wrong in that situation. Rory Amal, proper idiots. Okay. <laughs> nah, come on, man. Practically in disbelief. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. But yeah, man. I don't, I don't know, man. But thank you so much, Femi. He just yeah, he's gone. gone. You were saying that. I mean, that's so rude. He said, said I'm gonna drop my. He said I'm gonna drop my. No, but he said I'm gonna drop my thingy and then okay, sign off. My have a good day. Then said his question. Okay, thank you, Femi. You appreciate and, and you. even when he finished, he, he said bye. He, he okay, said fair bye. enough. Thank you, um, Femi. Well, that's what I'm saying. Everybody's different, man. I don't even know Puffy and that like that. I wouldn't feel comfortable sitting on no behavior talking shit about Puffy and Cassie. I don't know what's going on. You get what I'm trying to say? I've had these, like, with bear stuff. There's bear things that's going on. I always find that so interesting. You're going to talk about it. Don't go on like you're not going to talk about it. You're going to talk I'm, about it. No, I'm not. So but now you, not, no, but now that you I'm said it, then you. No, no, no. Loons will bring it up. Got business. Loons will bring it up. And you'll get involved. Loons ain't going to bring it up. Loons thinks, Loons thinks that it's weird that Cassie's going for money instead Loons, of justice. Loons, I'm saying, you're going to talk about it. No, we're not going to talk about it. All there's, right. There's bear we'll things see. that's happened. If you go, if anybody that watches No Behaviour regularly, there's bear things that's happened. Don't message Loons, yeah. Don't I'm not, I don't need to message you. Go, 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 go. There's bear things that happened, yeah, in the public sphere and that, all these controversial things, and you come in, you maybe watch Tune In No Behaviour that week, think you're going to talk about it. Me and them don't talk about that Are shit. Are you having image God on? Well, next week? Definitely talk about it. No, but I, for one, we're not going to talk about it because I'm not, they're, 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 um, they're damn near victim blamers. They're not. On, they're on Puffy's side, isn't it? So why are we gonna sit down and talk about that? I'm not gonna sit. I don't think. I'm not gonna. That's not what my platform's for. I'm not gonna sit down and talk about all this stuff. And if stuff happens and it's for fact and man get court cases and charged and all that, then we can speak about it and give our opinions. And for now, our opinions are pointless because because we don't know what's going on. So I'm not. I'm not sitting down talking about all that shit. All right. Well, this is great. Guess who didn't want someone to talk about shit? Big Brother. They didn't invite Trish to the um, finals. You know. So Trish is the girl whose tweets, the one I was tweeting crazy about Nazis and shit. They still kidding her for that. They didn't invite her to the final. Big Brother's ended now. I didn't watch one episode, you know. I ain't even seen the, the, the characters. <laughs> <laughs> well, was was it a thing? Did it go off? I don't know, Max. I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue. But basically, she didn't get invited. So just a reminder, I told you guys how basically, after her eviction, people dug up old tweets and whatnot. To be fair, I mean, there were, a lot of them were like, they were like 2012, whatever. There was a sprinkle of 2018s in there, yeah. which is when like, you should know, sis, you should know better kind of thing. But I felt like it was out of order because when um, ITV are, like all these shows here, when someone's going to like Love Island or whatever, whatever, they hire a company to go through your old tweets and all that kind of stuff, right? And these are some of, some of this has been um, confirmed by sources who've actually, who work with these shows where they do a proper like sweep and check of your social media, all that kind of stuff. But somehow with hers, nothing happened. And then when she comes out, all of a sudden now, these tweets are just dug up and whatever. But yeah, basically she she was the only one who was not, she wasn't there, man. They didn't invite her to it. Um, she did want to go, but they said a decision was made by um, ITV and Big Brother that it would be best if she didn't attend um, because they felt like her, this is, the, this is the actual quote. Trish was keen to attend, but production decided it was best if she didn't come and told her she was no longer invited. They didn't want to look like they were endorsing Trish's opinions and felt it would be a distraction from the final five. I just think it's very interesting and funny because for me, if it was like a black woman is being punished for something that previous Love Island contestants and whatnot have done, when it comes to racism and stuff like that. But again, they don't take black people seriously because all these previous Love Island contestants who people find racist tweets and all that kind of nonsense, they 
are there in their little gowns and suits, suited up and booted up to go and to go to the thingy. Even with the ones that, that bully people in the villa and whatnot, they are at the finals. But then when it comes to her, she couldn't go, but loved her in it. I feel like that's a bit, that's just a bit deep. And of all people to be banning people from stuff or things they've said, I don't think ITV was the one to. Philip Schofield, ITV was the one to do all of that stuff. But anyways, what do I know? But that's it for me. Let's get into people's journal. All right, people. Welcome to the People's Journal, where I give you the news from an economics point of view. First thing I wanted to mention is something that we kind of touched on in the first headline, and it's about Jeremy Hunt and the Alton Statement that's going to be coming up on Wednesday. So, um, again, like in it, it's, a, it's a bit of back and forth, basically, in it, about what he's actually going to be talking about with regards to um, taxes being cut. So he did, he did um, stress that, you know, he... He's focusing on growth and all that type of stuff. So people are kind of translating that as he's going to be reducing taxes on Wednesday. He hasn't confirmed, obviously, but I believe he was on, was he on the show? I think, yeah, he, he was on Sky News anyway on, on Sunday. And he basically just said, look, I want to set out a path to reducing overall taxation. You know what I'm saying? So people are basically taking this to mean that he's going to be reducing the tax burden um, on Wednesday and hopefully also in the spring budget as well. You know what I'm saying? So... He's not doing it the, in a crazy way that Chrissy Quartin was doing it. We'll just trust. <laughs> we don't need any of that. But, um, yeah, hopefully he's bringing that in and hopefully that will stimulate some growth in the economy. It wasn't crazy at the time for you. Huh? It wasn't crazy at the time for you. No, because I'm always against um, taxes, isn't it? Like, being increased. I'm all for reduction in taxes. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, that is how you promote growth. You know what I'm saying? You need businesses to be... To have less corporation tax as possible, man. An average person having more money in their pocket. I feel like that's a better society. But I think the way they did it, it wasn't just that. Remember, they then um, on top of that went and started borrowing money as well. You can't, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? It, it doesn't make much sense economically. But anyway, that's what the situation is. So on, on Wednesday, we should be able to get um, the autumn statement. And if we don't dissect it on Wednesday, we'll do so on the Thursday. Next thing I wanted to mention is, um, Brent, you know your guys that chat GPT? My guys at ChatGPT. Well, you know you like ChatGPT. Yes. Right? <laughs> so you know the guy, um, the ex, the, well, the CEO. He's yeah. now ex CEO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Altman. Yeah. Yeah, he got fired. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, he's now been hired by Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so that was quick, man. Mm-hmm. Why people get jobs ASAP? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, he was fired on Friday. It was a shock announcement. And apparently, the reason is because, this is their words, he was not consistently candid in his communications with the board. So they don't believe that this guy was honest and open about certain things. He's dealing with the company and th- things like nation. And apparently, um, I say nation, nature. And apparently there's been speculation that he could re- be returning to the company, especially because he posted a photo of himself wearing an open AI guest pass on social media and stuff, right? But long story short, um, it got announced by Microsoft's chief executive um, that he's going to be joining Microsoft to lead a new advanced AI research team. So that's that. And the last thing I wanted to mention today is, do you, do you guys shop on Sundays? <coughs> do, you, do you shop on Sundays? That is in clothes. Oh, wait a minute. In store. Jeez, I know you died yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> in store? Yeah, in store. Mm. Like, do you go like... Are you coming to talk London, about like Central? you not being able mm. to shop for a certain amount of hours? Yes. No, nah, that's when I was in shops. <laughs> on, was when I worked at Next. 
Rather mm. than that, no. Okay. Lower Good day to work, though. No? Yeah, that's quite it's, right. it's, Yeah, it's quite mm-hmm. tired, but it's like the right level not of busy. Co- not at Costco, though. It's not too bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Costco, Costco is stupid. Sunday. Yeah, in Lakeside, after church hours, you see everybody in their <laughs> Sunday's best. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday hats, is, you know, is a myth. I think supermarkets in general, because I've I'm said I'm going to start milk prepping and whatnot. I said mm. I work out too hard, yeah. Because mm-hmm. my body gives, um, I work out, but I will not deny a cookie if you offer <laughs> yeah. it to me. That's my vibe, you get me? But I said I'm going to be more disciplined this week. So I decided mm-hmm. to go food shopping yesterday. It was yeah, hell. Super, yeah, supermarkets hell. Are, on a Sunday are not it. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I was like, what the hell heavy. is going on here? Mm-hmm. I'm never doing that again. Unless you're the first person there. I'm never doing... I have to go to church tonight. I have to go praise the Lord. You went to church first. That's a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) mistake. (laughs) Listen, I praise the Lord, lift my holy hand. Even stayed for a chat, a cup of tea afterwards. (laughs) Then I went to fight for my life in Tesco. This is very stupid. But no, man. I think the other day, it wasn't the other day, maybe like a couple of weeks back, I went to Tesco and I saw them putting turkeys in there. They got turkeys oh, there already. already. Yeah, I've already got oh, turkeys. Yeah, sense, well, it's nearly yeah. Christmas. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, but it's too, it's too... Put in your freezer, mm. innit? You're going to start fighting for it. Have you guys ever witnessed people fighting? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. I have, I have. have some class. I hear it, though. Because <laughs> it's the last one, I hear it, but... You need, you need to Crush, eat, man. man. But yes, I mentioned all that just to say, like um, Gina's saying... Um, certain London businesses who've been struggling with sales during the cost of living crisis and all that type of stuff are calling on the government to relax Sunday trading rules mm. in the capital. It's only six hours, isn't it? What, because of yes. Turkey? No. <laughs> no, because... <laughs> they need more money. They need more, more money, man. You know what I'm saying? So they're saying, look, change the rules about Sunday so that we can open for longer. And then things will be a bit Because you can literally only trade for six hours, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. On Sunday, From 12 11. to six. Depending on how big the, how big the store 11 is. 11 to 5 or... Um, 10 to 4. Yeah, depending on how big the store is. Yeah. So the smaller ones, it's kind of normal. But the big ones, yeah. There I, is something about, there is something about a Sunday, like needing something and realising the shops are closed. Do you know what I mean? Like a 5.01, mm. you're like, oh crap. Even a quarter to five, you're like, I'm not going to get that in time. Gotcha. It's a bit crazy. Yeah, quarter to five. Yeah, quarter to five. It's crazy. Most, yeah, most Tesla's closed. Oh yeah, because Tesla's closed at four. Sainsbury's yeah. closed at five o'clock. Aldi closed mm. at four. It's just, yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, yeah, they're, they're asking the government to change things, man. And what they're actually saying is um, if they were to open for longer hours, it would, um, estimate here, generate an extra 300 million a year. Oh, shut up, man. Oh. What instance is put them <laughs> prices down? If if them opening that's longer That's what the real problem is. That's what the real problem is. I don't making care money about your generation. You can't afford it. So, you Smart. trading for longer hours is not Bro. the solution. It's reducing the price. Do you know what I mean? I mm. need the normal prices to be club card because, prices, then I need club card prices to be even lower. <laughs> because, hold on. You just made a point, yeah, and you said this is because of Cozy Living. Mm-hmm. Prior to Cozy Living, you didn't have this problem. You were still only trading for six hours. Sure. That's the, the, the time that you're trading is not the problem, babes. Mm. So, tell the government to re- reduce it. Where is temporary? Where have they asked for temporary? What? In your government. Oh, I'm going to tell you that, sir, the hours are not the problem. We are working to increase black tax. That's what's mm. taking priority. Okay, so. okay. Y'all going to have to wait. Mm. <laughs> you know, Esther, the margin between Margs and, and Gina was only 2%. Mm. You could set up I a coalition. You, <laughs> <laughs> you could get start a um, coalition government with Gina. Listen, the girls be working. Listen, this is why she was on my team. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if it is that she's going to do that. What? She would rather set it up with a BB Friday. Who, me? Mm-hmm. I thought you were talking about Esther. <laughs> I was talking about me. That's <laughs> what I was like, what are you trying to say about me? Keep on to it. Who would you choose? 
Oh, don't do that. Wow. You, hey, excuse me. <laughs> wow. Excuse me. I never excuse me. Don't no, do that. No, let me, let me land. Please. Let me please land. Please, I hope you land well. Because. <laughs> let me land, wow. please. Well, because who I am at my core, yeah, wow. is... Is the man? <laughs> is the man? Is the head? I'm the neck in it. I'm gonna. First of all, I said, wait, I said, I said, who I am at my core. Hold on. Is obviously I want to be in business with my man. I want to be his Michelle. Over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's the vision. That's the goal. Well, putting ninety percent, he puts in ten percent. No, Michelle's coming last. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, do you know? What I'm, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like you want soft life, small in it. Mm. Like she has soft life to a degree. <laughs> she gets to ride in PJs and all that stuff. Trust me, she's good. Yeah. So oh, ideally, my bear, no, my, yeah. my bear. Yeah, it's fine. No, no, it's fine. But, no, wait, wait. Pick marks in it. Wait, you're ready a, to do your Michelle Obama book. A you're coming mm. on my platform. <laughs> as a but, but mm-hmm. sisterhood. Period. Mm. Sisterhood have to sisterhood. That's in, right. In and to be honest, because marks will be twerking with your beats and bands on stage. Has Mugs? Yeah, let me just not. That's fine. Do you know what's so funny? Yeah, Gina will start coalition with Mugs and bring him on her team. Mm. He will overthrow Gina. Literally. <laughs> 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 I will come oh, home dear. on a Friday. Friday's his day for picking up the girl. Them there'll be bare girl another the crib. <laughs> and he will say to me, "I'm picking him up, baby." He will literally be like, "Oh, but you know it's girl appreciation day." And like, mm. nah, I'm annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it now. <laughs> Esther, I'm sorry. Uh, That's right, girl. The collaboration, beats and bands. Piss off. Wow. Are you all right? Oh, Piss wow. off. Why are you what? wowing? Because he's a rapper. Everything he says needs something else too. Mm. Double on top. I'm banned. Don't do that. God damn, Gina. You're done bad. I'm done bad. Wow. You have never been in charge. Never beaten the, the, the baddest. Even <laughs> <laughs> when, when the streets are oh to get, I'm a with that random. The day I went on to um, 90s Baby for their live. We got 90s Baby. Yeah, it was really fun, but it was the fact that Fred was like, Rah, so what? You and Margie? Yeah? I said, oh, sorry. <laughs> he's like, what? It's not real. I said, he's my work husband. He's like, mm, sure. That's how it starts. Sure. That's how it starts. <laughs> Next week, we have to take a day off CDA because they want to get married in the, in the Cayman Islands. <laughs> <laughs> what would you not do if we secretly were actually like a couple, but we just all do this for shits and giggles? If we eloped. Like, yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't elope. Why not? We're, we're cooking you for death. Yeah, we're cooking you until <laughs> our dying breath on this show. Say topic of the day. Topic of the day. Every day. <laughs> every day. We literally, let's, let's get into it. I ain't doing a Joe Budden. I'm going to talk about y'all. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, dear. Yeah, man. That's pretty much it for... Oh, is it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> for the people's journal, man. Okay. Oh, I think, Mark, you need to tell the people to like the video, man. Right, what kind of likes we on? Not good enough, man. 120. Yeah, see, this that is crazy. Well. And it's like 300 people. Yeah, no, honestly, everybody liked the video. Let's give them a moment of silence so they can like it. <laughs> Don't you, um... Actually, I messed up the moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, somebody told me that, um, you no longer are looking for fluffy females. Huh? Someone said that you no longer like beautiful females. Who said that? I don't know. Somebody just sent me a message and said that. Who's the someone? It's on my phone. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're not standing on business. Out snitching my friends. Oh, okay. oh <laughs> look at that. Hey, just hey. checking, just checking. 
Why are they talking about my? Are they talking about my tweet? I don't know. What did you tweet? A lot. He was doing a lot over the over the weekend. Or was it a tweet? It was giving. You need to come in, like you know, Michelle, to come in, like when you know that time when Michelle snatched the phone off Obama's hands. Mm. He was doing a lot. Every time I just scroll, I'm just like, what, like, bro? What did you say? I just woke up in one of the moods, so I just had to get my shit off. So um, what did you do? I just said something about when I was. I used to only like thick gal, but the older I get, I'm appreciate. I'm starting to appreciate slim things. But then the end of the tweet was. I still like a thick guy though. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what they They're took. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what they took from that. Get me. Can I be honest? Appreciation. I guess yeah. the nicest way you could have said it is like you're you're more like your ch- your your taste is ch- not changing, but like you're being. Do you know what I mean? You're expanding. Inclusive. Hmm? More inclusive. Yeah, you're more inclusive. Yeah. You could have just said that. That's what it is. That's what it is. I appreciate slim gal, not skinny gal though. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's that for the people. I don't know why he's putting it. Why is it coming on my face? <laughs> what do you want here? Gina's thick. She's in good shape. Different kind of buff. Forget me. It's tough out here, girls. We've got to keep up. I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some motivation. <laughs> Good morning, TDA crew. Did you know that on average, an adult makes about 35,000 decisions each day? Yep, you heard that right, 35,000. Many of these decisions are made subconsciously, but what I'd like you to focus on today are the conscious ones. These are the choices where you pause, think, and decide. Each of these decisions, from the moment you decide to hit snooze on your alarm, to choosing who you spend time with, or how to respond in an argument, shapes your day, your week, your year, and ultimately, your life. If you were to stop and think about the consequences and ripple effects of your choices, it could feel overwhelming. But the good news is that you're more equipped to make these decisions than you think. The key lies in understanding your objectives and values. What are your goals and what matters to you the most? When your decisions align with your core values and objectives, you're not just making a choice, you're steering your life in the direction you want it to go. Remember, every decision, whether made consciously or subconsciously, is a stepping stone towards your future. And yes, it's okay to feel uncertain sometimes about the conscious choices you face. 
it's okay not to have all the answers right away. What's important is that you're taking the time to consider your choices, to weigh them against what you stand for, what you dream of, and what you aspire to be. My advice in decision-making is twofold. Trust in yourself. Trust in the unique insights and experiences that you bring to the table. You have a unique perspective, a unique voice, and a unique path. Embrace that. Let it guide you as you make those life-changing decisions today and every day. The second piece of advice is to focus on regret minimization. Think about the future impact of the choices you're about to make. Don't walk your path being blind or naive. And when you face these tough choices, remember that it's not just about making the right decision. It's about making sure you've made those decisions consciously and with your eyes wide open. Not on default, not distracted, and not influenced by others. It's about listening to that inner voice that guides you, that aligns with your deepest values and dreams. So, as you go about your day, making one decision after another, do it with confidence, and above all, do it with the understanding that your journey is uniquely yours. Stay true to yourself, stay focused on your goals, and let your values light the way. Love that. Mm -hmm. On the topic of wellness, Laura, so you're yes. a psychotherapist. Yes. Can you tell us a bit about what you do? Um, so, yes, I'm an integrative psychotherapist. So essentially I um, work with people who are experiencing different levels of mental health challenges. Okay. Um, yes, I guess with integrative, it's a psychotherapist who's um, studied different modalities. Okay. So maybe you've heard of CBT, yeah. for example. Um so there's a range, there's psychodynamic, there's gestalt, there's um, CBT, yeah. and there's narrative. So we learn the different modalities so that we treat different clients depending on what's coming up for them. Okay. So I guess someone that's solely a CBT therapist would only work in that CBT modality. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's really cool. We are very pro-therapy on this um, mm -hmm. peer platform. Nice. Trying to get some people to um, sign up and such, but <laughs> that we'll discuss a little date. <laughs> But um, you're also an author. Yes. So is your book about that? Um, no, it's less It's less about therapy and more about, I guess it probably would feel a bit like CBT in a sense of it's more about a journal of different thoughts oh, from mm. complied from different conversations of people. Okay. So there's stuff around polygamy, there's stuff around healing. There's Look at his face. Look at his <laughs> face. <Where's Cameron? laughs> is this are you camera pro-polygamy? Oh. <laughs> Laura. No, 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 no. I definitely think that everyone should have their soul partner. Um, <laughs> but I think I'm against unsolicited. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The one you didn't so sign if, up to. if it works for you, then that's yeah. fine. But I mean, I do couples therapy and I guess, mm. yeah. 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 Well, do, you, do you do therapy to a poly couple or fripple, fripple? What's it called? Poly couple, babes. Yeah, Polly, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah Polly Aramora. But if there's yeah. three of them, isn't it? I get why he's saying it. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. I think he's got four partners, you know what? It's, it's I haven't Money done, waters. oh, sorry, I haven't like, done that. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. That would be lit. Stop that, please. That would be so lit. It's giving Mimi Jocelyn and that's the that that day. CBJ, yeah. <laughs> I think that would probably filter into probably family therapy at that mm. point. Cause there's, there's yeah, because so there's a lot of y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you allowed to talk about like what it is that you do? Because we would love to have you back for an interview. 
Okay, yeah. <laughs> obviously, like, not your client's details, but yeah. just around what yeah. you do and oh, yeah, yeah, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, for sure, yeah. I can definitely yeah. talk about the different kind of diagnosis and the different kind of therapies and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd never yeah. get into anything. I'd never use an example of what I work with yeah. or what yeah. I've worked with. No, and yeah. this here people is a real therapist. All them stupid people on TikTok. <laughs> Them damn therapists on TikTok that like, keep getting fired. Sorry, you're having a day you deserve because mm. you cannot be on TikTok going viral using your clients' um, like scenarios without getting their permission. I think yeah, it's so wild. Yeah. yeah, very It's unsafe. so wild. And I'm like, why, why would you even think to do that? Does that break some kind of eth- some kind of code? A hundred percent. It definitely breaks the ethical guidelines. Mm. I guess you're well, not... you don't say their names. Even if you're not saying yeah, their so names. You, yeah, so if you're not saying their names, um, that's different. But I guess... You, even if you're given an example, we're yeah. always told that you still have to change things around so that it doesn't match the description of who you're speaking yeah. about. Because mm. someone can know. Yeah, exactly. um, so as long as somebody can identify that, then that could be breaking ethical. If I identify lines. that you're talking about me, yeah. that's broken, right? You could go mm-hmm. to um, yeah, you can go to the ethical yeah. body and 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 take it up as a a case. And I feel like that's what's been happening because they will be like, oh, I had a I had a client earlier today. I'm like, let <laughs> <laughs> it just settle a little bit. But yeah, we'd love to ever love to have you back. What's mm-hmm. your book called? Um, Letters from the Heart. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. got one. I got one. Yeah. Okay, shut up. Yeah, sure. Oh, I love that. So, th- so this is all compiled from conversations you've had with different people. So, or as in it? different people, more so. So, like some are mine, okay. like just thoughts, and some are mm. more so community conversations. Mm. Yeah. So no, not clients. Okay. Yeah. So this is the book. We've done it in the peak oh, of lockdown. That. Oh, I love that. And Where's what is it available? Where can people purchase it? On Amazon. Sick. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we definitely have to have you back. Yeah, we're going to get into that. We have, yeah, we, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we definitely got to have you back. Okay. 100%. I hope you'll be down to come back. We yeah. haven't scheduled off today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love that. All right, let's get into our last headlines for today. going to bring him. All right, so our next headline, some sad news, man. The former U.S. First Lady Rosalind Carter, who was the wife of the ex-president Jimmy Carter, has died at the age of 96. Mm -hmm. The Carter Center confirmed in a statement that she died peacefully with her family by her side. On Friday, it was reported that she had entered a hospice care home in the state of Georgia and was was spending time with her 99-year-old husband, who has been in hospice care since February. Mrs. Carter was diagnosed with dementia in May. The longest married first couple marked their 77th year. Now lit Imagine. that is. Crazy. 77th That's beautiful, man. Wedding anniversary in July. And you know couples like that, yeah? When one of them dies, yeah. the other one's so quick to follow. Mm-hmm. Because they're just the literal, like, actual life partners. This is it, man. Oh, RIP, man. I was going to say, not to be, I'm not trying what to be first sensitive lady. at all, yeah? Maybe I should wait till another headline and bring it back. I don't know. That's it. We're I'm here, here now. We're yeah. here. We're here, man. <laughs> but you know, certain people like this year, as in presidents, people in certain pe- yeah. um, places of power who die like 95. Yeah, 96, yeah. Do you feel like that further adds to the conspiracy that these lot are like reptilians and stuff? A hundred percent. But because of their positions, they have access to like, they get, if somebody they need a heart transplant, something like that, yeah, mm. they get the best of the best. This is it. So 100%, they get the best health care, they get the best of everything. So, of course, they live in... Oh, so, so you see like it as them having access to the best rather than them being from another planet. Yeah, because the idea of people being from another planet, that's just too much, <laughs> you know? I'd rather go down there, best health care. 
right. Rap. <laughs> and the Nigerian ones, I don't know how long they live, but they are something. They're an animal of sorts. Just so. different properties <laughs> to bathe in human blood and thing in it, so mm. go explore it. To explore it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. I didn't hear what did you say? Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> the damage is done too late. What happened? <laughs> you were trying to clip me, innit? What was it? I Sorry, I missed the moment. What did you say? He just said he wants to bathe in the blood of children and then you didn't really finish. Oh why do you always make it seem as if I'm this dark it's you, it's you. But shut up. <laughs> Not me. You don't it's know my heart. <laughs> She's a Viking anyway. She, she knows she's going to bad Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, but speaking about that though, I watched the film. Mm. So this is off topic. I watched the film and I saw Ragnar and wow. like literally, literally, yeah, my brother was like, you're so pathetic. But he dies in the film. My brother was like, oh, did you see your baby's died? I was like, oh, I'm so upset. But literally when he came on my screen, I, I got so happy. Mm. Sorry. Anyway, as you were. Also, um, this is not part of the headlines, but I did want to give up a big uh, big up to Brother Joshua Farrakhan, who's passed away on the weekend. He's the son of Mr. Oh. Minister Farrakhan. Oh, your weekend. uncle. The, the, the son. son the of uncle. Take a, a minute, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, is man. that why you're all okay. Yeah, 100%, man. Obviously. Is that what? Is that all black? That's why you're all black, but... <laughs> <laughs> You know what's so mad? Because you know what's so crazy? Not yeah? You're not serious. You know what's so funny? Because one day, yeah, he's gonna be one of his little friends up in here. <laughs> We're just gonna be yeah, annoying. We're really Very, gonna embarrass you. <laughs> Imagine. But yeah, man. You know, he's, he's dedicated his R. life. R. To, yeah, he dedicated his life to you know to the nation of Islam. Mm. Was instrumental during Minister Farrakhan um, resurrecting the nation. Mm. And yeah, man, he's his. I believe he was his fifth child. Fifth child, yeah, man. Mr. Farrakh had nine children. So, yeah. One marriage, one woman. Mm hmm. Nine kids, man. Mm-hmm. So, yes. No, that's not what I said. So, is it nine kids or nine wives? Like, was it polygamy or was it. No, no. Polygamy. polygamy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's polygamy. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but, yeah, nine man. Kids are um, nine. Nine. Mm-hmm. Nine. All of them dedicated oh. in the nation. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, big up. Brother Joshua Farrakhan. Oh, that's the man. Um, next thing I wanted to mention, Nigel Farage, man. Did you know he's got a secret girlfriend? Well, while he's in the jungle? Yeah. No, not in the jungle. Oh. She's outside. <laughs> he was Chris. He just got there yesterday. <laughs> but basically, well, it's come from the Daily Mail. But what they're saying is, um, and the reason why it came out is because you know when people um, get kicked out, mm. you've got your spouse waiting for you, innit? The girlfriend's one wait at the end of the, of the what's Apparently, that thing called? she's not going to be. Oh, she's not going to yeah, be? Yeah, she's not going to be, yeah. Was he married? Yeah, 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 yeah. This so is, you, this should, is why. you should have told me this is a cheating scandal. Well, it's a scandal. Uh, well, Mrs. Farage, who's 53 years old, right? She said, she, well, they're still married, right? Technically. But this is her words. My husband and I have lived separate lives for some years. And he moved out of the family home a while ago. Oh, they're not married then. Oh, so well, they're, they're, they're married they're separated. They're separated. Yeah, exactly. Big up Mr. Farage though, because he got paid 1.5 million. And I'm going to get a cut of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah. well, that's all right then. It's not mm-hmm. much of a scandal then, is it? So who's uh, is Auntie going to be, be the one at the end of the? No, nah, she's not, she not going to be there. The bridge, yeah, the bridge. She's not going to be there, man. So who's yeah. going to get him? By himself. Can you imagine. Sad. He you know. got paid one point five million. He the least he could do is walk a walk, <laughs> walk a bridge by himself. 
Yeah, okay. Really. Apparently, it's been confirmed that Faraj does have a girlfriend, but she will not meet him when he leaves the jungle, as is tradition for has as is tradition for family and loved ones. And he's doing this to maintain a low profile. I want to see what she looks like. Well, I'll give you her name. Her name is Laurie Ferrari. Yeah. Faraj Ferrari, they're not creative over there on that side of town. <laughs> but yeah, she, she's <laughs> he's been linked to her since 2017, actually. She's 44 years old. He's 59. Okay, that's right. And yeah, man. Yeah. All right, bless him. And our last headline, big trigger warning here. Sorry. Um, hmm? We're trying to see if you can find her. Found her. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I just would be a bit awkward with the last headline trigger warning and then we'd show a picture of okay. his girlfriend. <laughs> She's a right-wing politician as well. She's got the bangs she for it. Yes, she's French. She's right-wing. Okay, she's really pretty. She's dating him. Mm-hmm. They moved in together, man. She looks like she's got, like, Asian in she, her. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Oh. Cheek of him. The cheek of him? Yeah, we sent immigrants out. Look. <laughs> but he ain't even fully English himself, though, isn't it? He's not trying to send her kind of immigration out. Yeah, for They need China. Trying to get the other one down. You didn't want the. Do you know what's crazy? You think anybody would ever call like I don't think I've even even heard that like mm. that group of people being called immigrants or whatever. No, mm. they're not. When you think yeah. about it, I never have. It's always the uh, Iraqis, Syrians, black people. For sure. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Um. Last headline. Trigger warning. Detectives have charged a second man with the murder of a 16-year-old boy who was stabbed near his North London home. The victim, Tay Fike, was attacked and died of his injuries in Kendall Gardens in Edmonton late on October the 1st. Josiah James Semper, who's 18, and uh, where's the other person? Bernard Carroll, who's 19, both of them got charged, basically. So Josiah's been charged as of November the 17th, this is the new um, update. And Bernard Carroll, who's 19, was charged on the 6th of November. And he's due to appear at the Old Bailey on Friday, February the 2nd. The post-mortem exam- examination on Wednesday, October the 4th, established that the cause of Tay's death was sharp falls trauma to the chest. Damn. Yeah, man. A 16-year-old girl who was previously arrested on suspicion of murder has been released on bail. Three other people, a 20-year-old man and two 22-year-old women, were arrested on suspicion of assisting an offender and all have been bailed as well. Mm. But yeah, that's pretty much it, man. That's it for headlines, and it's time to pay the bills. Right, let's get into some sports, let's get into the reaction. Maybe the let's ones talk, that matter. We'll talk about some of the notable ones. Mm. Was this um, friendlies or qualifiers? Or? Qualifiers, I believe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. A lot of games Sport? took place. Sorry. Okay. It's a 14 nil. <laughs> 14. Yes, well, there's a lot of games <laughs> took place over the weekend. International qualifiers, the results are on the screen. I'm not going to read out all of them for you, but some of the notable teams playing, you know, shout out some of the big teams. Belgium beat Azerbaijan 5 nil. Um, Portugal beat Iceland 2 nil. Um, Spain beat Georgia 3 1. And Scotland and Norway drew 3 all. Let me get the Brits in there. Um, on the Saturday, France absolutely battered Beat Gibraltar. Beat the shit out of. 14-0. That is so basically, crazy. Because yeah. you know sometimes like when you're watching football, like mm. by the second goal, the other team hasn't got anything, you kind of see a bit of their spirit leave them a little bit. Mm. <laughs> what number do you think? 
Because I'll be real with you, yeah. If I'm playing and a team is at like 10 points, like 10 um, goals ahead of us, I'm not. What are we doing here? There's no point. Yeah, I don't know. How There's no point. Because what are you playing for? You're not, surely you're not chasing the ball with all your might. So, like, there's no point. I think about that. Even when I say like a team's losing, like say like three or four nil, and there's like ten minutes left. They're fighting for their be, life. Their legs must feel so heavy that like, it's tough <laughs> because it's like I understand I'm being paid. I got to keep playing to the whistle, right? But what am I doing it? Like 14. this is done. So fourteen, yeah, it's tough. If they carried on all the way to the end, like with the same energy they started, well, actually, the energy would have been poor, wouldn't it? For them to get fourteen by them, they have a goalkeeper. I don't know, you know. By the looks of this, maybe not. Yeah, maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't. Is that the biggest scoreline you've seen from like a proper, like a proper match? Right, you know. I ain't, I don't, I ain't witnessed nothing like this in my 14 life. Fourteen is mad. Yeah, that's crazy. I thought it was a type. I'll be real with you. Well, what's mad is they Damn. won 14-0 and there's certain man on the France team didn't get no goals, no assists. <laughs> that's bonkers. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> now you got to get fired for that. We got four, you got to get one. Yeah, that's true, that's true, actually, yeah. Wait, Nick in the living. But, yeah. Damn. Um, so, obviously, should we say it's England? We'll read out some English headlines. Where was that game on the Friday? Because that's not even the result's not even on there. Yeah, it's Friday. Okay, so they beat more 2 0. So it says Harry Kane strike and an own goal give three Lions unconvincing win in the Euro 24 qualifiers. England laboured to an uninspiring 2 0 win over Malta at Wembley on Friday, with only a late Harry Kane goal adding gloss to an otherwise poor performance. Gareth Southgate's side had been hit by a series of injuries in the build up to the European Championship qualifier, a dead rubber, but this was a terrible display from a team with ambitions of winning the tournament in Germany next summer. Um, qualification may have already been assured and the top spot in Group C was sealed, but this performance won't have impressed any anyone questioning this team's credentials of going all the way at the Euros. When these side met in June, um, a motor own goal eight minutes into the match had given England the platform for a commanding 4-0 away win. Incredibly, Enrico Pepe repeated the gift exactly eight minutes into this contest, um, but any thought of the floodgates any thoughts the floodgates would open faded as Southgate's disjointed players struggled to create any major chances against a country ranked 171st in the world. And well, we got here a little bit about Scotland and Norway during Friel. So Scotland's successful Euro 24 qualification qualifying campaign ended with a thrilling draw as Mohamed Al-Nayosisi's late... That's not right. el how do you say that, Iman? Uh, let me see. So I guess. Elianu, Elianusi. Elianusi's late equaliser earned Norway a point at Hampton. Steve Clark's side had already secured their place in Germany next summer, but had to settle for second place in Group A with Spain, as expected, overcoming Georgia to win the section. The Scots twice came from behind in the first half with a sloppy conceded um, goals scored by Aaron Donham and Jorgen Larsson, cancelled out by John McGinn's penalty and Leo Ostergaard's own goal. Um, yeah, Scotland now await the, 20, the 2024 draw next month, for which they will be among the third pot seats. And in our final sports headline, Shakur Stevenson becomes three-weight world champion. So Shakur, Shakur Stevenson, 
won the vacant WBC lightweight title to become a three-division world champion when he unanimously outpointed Edwin de Los Santos in Las Vegas. But it was a hesitant, slow-paced performance at the T-Mobile Arena um, that contrasted with Emmanuel Navarrete's action-packed majority draw with Robson Concesao on the undercard. Stevenson made his ring walk um, flanked by great fighters Andre Ward and Terence Crawford. He is clearly a world-class talent, but he did not dazzle, as he has done before against De Los Santos. Yeah, it was very bad. Oh, did you watch it? No, I didn't, know. But I heard, I heard that it was terrible, like, to the point where it's like, no point in even watching it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, apparently he didn't land any double-digit... Um, Combinations or anything? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't land any um, double-digit thingies, punches or whatever, in any of the rounds. What do you mean, so just throwing single punches? No, as in, like, he didn't land more than, let's say, 10 10, fights. you're saying. Oh, okay, 10, you're saying. 10, yeah, 10 shots in any of the rounds. It was slow. It was dead. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. One of the worst performances of, <laughs> of any boxing. <laughs> yeah. So this this why he was he was apologising. He apologised to Andre Ward. He apologised to Terrence Crawford. He apologised to Floyd. All of them came out to support him, innit? Well, what's his excuse? Why would he bother apologising? He, he, he didn't want to make no excuses, but... Reading into it, like, because I saw the interview in the ring afterwards, what he was basically saying is that he didn't feel good prior to prior to getting into the ring. And so he kind of made up his mind that, you know, I'm just going to go in there and kind of just box here and there. Just coast. And just try and win the fight, yeah. But he didn't feel good. But yeah. Okay. That's bad. Well, that's the end of, that's the end of our headlines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, have we got done it here? Yeah. All right, let's get into our outro. this um, video of these boys they're playing on like an escalator and it was like an old man who basically was like to them like stop doing that whatever whatever man goes no it's not what it's sad what is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah you punch a guy and a guy yeah. died what yeah. you're really on a word and road um, business today aren't you Brian yeah yeah clearly you beat all up in her business it's like can you imagine stuff. all up in her neck cracking it you could have put it in the dock. I could have given them done it. Yeah, yeah they're mm-hmm. definitely done. They were. It was. It was actually sad. He punched. They followed him all the way from. I think he was gonna get a train or something like that or bus or something. And they literally stalked him and followed him and then just punched him. And he actually he fell and he died. He was in hospital for like nine days. Well, why? What's in, in it? What's in it? Why? Because the kids today aren't being told off. I saw another video actually. Some lady. She's in America and she's a ballerina teacher, and she was talking about like people actually not teaching their kids manners and stuff. Like she was like she would be telling the kids. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. They're telling her, you can't tell me what to do. You know my mum. And then she's telling the parents, your child has issues, yeah. listen to instructions. Yeah. Mum's telling her, well, what did she say? She's something like, I can't remember, but it's kind of like, a, well, you know, if you speak to her like this, like, it, was, it was stupid. And she was like, we're actually raising a generation of kids that have zero manners and they don't understand authority. So even in school and stuff, when the teachers send them off, they're not caring. Yeah, that's why you gotta beat your kids. And I said that song the other day, and it's like you can't because <laughs> there was someone with them. Like I don't know, someone's got like these kids. I don't know if it's like two ten years or something like that. Two ten years or something like that. And then one of them done something rude. I think Dad might have beat one. Mm. And then when he came back, someone called social services. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So they're all up in his thing. So he's gone home now to to his wife, whatever. Talking mm-hmm. about like who's called the social? Did you call the social? Wife, mm-hmm. It was the kids. The kids found the number. <laughs> The other kid found a number and called to call the social. 
That's why, so that's why they're saying that's points. why you can't beat them. I'm saying no, I'll just no, beat them. They take with them. I don't think I don't know what they know because I'll say I'll just look. I'll I'll explain to my kid. If you want to call the social, that's fine. But understand that where they're gonna take you and where you're gonna go because mm-hmm. I ain't gonna stop beating. But you. that's why, as a dad, I would have been like, Do you know what? Okay, well, not the second part. I agree too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just let you know. You don't think you're, you can think you're smart calling the social, but all that's gonna happen is they're gonna take you. You're gonna end up in care and mm. in a home and get raised by strangers. So if that's the life that you want for yourself, call them. Because mm-hmm. I'm not budging. That's crazy. Yeah, Laura, when you're back, we need to <laughs> get into. Actually, I really want. I would. I really want to know from a psychologist's um, perspective that form of discipline and what the actual best way of discipline is. I want to talk about Gina's and Margie's thing also. I'll deep dive into that. I don't want to start. No, you think we need a psychologist? Not you. It's me. It's me. I'm going to put my hand up. Heavy left. Oh, heavy left. Heavy left. Heavy left. Gay, gay, gay. But no, man. But big up you guys. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it all the time. I hope you guys have been liking the video. They haven't been liking the video. They haven't. They haven't been liking it. Oh, Muggs. Because they will listen to me. So. Well, that's that. That's it, and only 20 of them done it. You ain't listening, man. Before you don't leave, just like the Ross Clark video, man. What the hell are we doing there, man? I don't uh, know. This is crazy. Do you need the numbers? you need the numbers? How many people watch the show that's not subscribed? Do you know? You can find out, innit? No, I can't. You can? I can't. Not right this second. I want the I, information I can, later. I can. You should huh? say lie. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I can't, but you want me to say I can. Well, you can't. I can't. There's a whole thing. YouTube has a whole graph that tells right, you stuff. I can. I'm sure there's a thing that tells you the percentage of people that, like, the percentage of views that come from unsubscribed people. There is mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe well, that's, maybe that's Instagram. Could, maybe it's I Instagram. Could, I could chase them down. What? What? The YouTube. Of it. Tell me the benefit. Because I'm going to speak to the people that watch yep, this. You'll speak directly to them, yeah? Cool. Speak to them. <laughs> no, I don't know how to what the percentage is. Give me the percentage first. Percentage I'll speak to them tomorrow. Is... <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, like the video. Please like the video. I'm done now. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you're if you haven't yet. Um, also, big up our researchers. Everyone tuned in. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, Laura, for coming and teaching us, educating us. And because I, I saw comments, a lot of people saying they learned a lot of stuff, and they're gonna go away and do their own research about Congo. Which is really, really helpful. But please let people know your social media if you want them to follow you. Yeah, so um, social media is Laura Jane, J-A-Y-N-E, and the letter U. Love that. Yeah. And in your book as well? Letters from the Heart, and that's on Amazon. Lovely. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into it. Sorry? 30%. My AI just... Oh, please, man. Tell Bard he's done. He's it's not done. Bard. Uh, oh, the Brent's AI? Yes. Oh, okay. Thank you, Brent's AI. Yes. Go on. What next? We are... Oh, he's talking to you. 30%. Yeah, we're doing seven, not doing that. Can we come back on me, please? <laughs> <laughs> this... this well, do you know what? Actually, next time you come, I think we might all need a diagnosis because the characters in this room, it's too much. It's actually too much. Gosh. Never change. <laughs> Never change. <We> <laughs> Anyways, um, yes, the, Laura, the lovely Laura will be back with us for a full on interview and we can get into a lot of stuff, a lot more stuff. I'm really looking forward to that conversation. I am too. You should. Should do an attachment style test before I come. Oh, yes, that? please. I'm read my ass. <laughs> <laughs>
Anyway, Laura, you can't do anything with me because you know me personally. Sorry, Excuse me. What are you doing? <laughs> 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 you guys didn't hear that. Excuse me. I just said, hey, I just let people know what happened. Hey. Isaac is behind the scenes. And Isaac <laughs> says you should not try it. Because she's the main reason why. I'm going to be with you. Isaac has been looking at you and Muggs in disbelief. I feel like he can't believe what you're doing. Oh, because we're seeing You know how I did the stupid, I did the ceiling challenge thing the other day. Oh yeah. Someone's commented and was like, you know what, Bugs? I get it. As <laughs> <laughs> in, you don't need to stop. You said would never be this tragic, like, uh, ever. The ever. crazy thing is, yeah, guys, it's a bit of banter. <laughs> LOL. Yeah. It literally is. You didn't. Why are you looking at me? It could never be real. We 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 work together. Have we not had this conversation? Why are you doing? So you haven't talked about it. We you saw actually you had a conversation about it. Yeah, like it was like a joke. Like we were like, oh Sir. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he might explain to all his gods about this one. <laughs> one of them gonna come through. But um yeah, so if you wanna send your dilemmas into us or you wanna also call, um the number is 075 don't forget to like the video. Also subscribe. No, follow us on our social media platforms. The day after TNB. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and on the Clock app. If you want to inquire about the show or feature on the show, our email address is the day after at the new black.com. Also big up Isaac. Isaac Isaac's got to come back. I hope he will come back. He lied to mm -hmm. me though. He did tell me he was yesterday he told me he was actually gonna be on air. He didn't. Oh, he did. <laughs> he told me that he was gonna be on air. Oh. I, I, we even discussed the seating arrangement. Oh, really? <laughs> well, he's actually a pass on to Brent. We yeah, actually pass it on to me. Yeah, he would have made it happen. Yeah. Sorry. We already set up and stuff. But next time, next time. Isaac yeah. will be back. Laura will be back as well. Mm -hmm. These cheeky people will be back too. <laughs> <laughs> have oh, a great Monday. Oh, oh, oh. Before you go, tomorrow. Oh, dear. Guests. Remember the guests? Uh -oh. No? Yes. Oh, but. Num, num, num. All right. Oh! All right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Tune in, people. It's going to be a good episode. Yes. Mm. Make sure you tune in. You don't want to miss this one, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm really excited for it. Tomorrow's going to be the day I know what side of life I'm on. That's right. <laughs> what side? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So we've got a lit guest for you guys tomorrow and some special, special things. Mm -hmm. So tune in and have a great Monday. See you later. Bye. Peace. Bye.